I'm not sorry I fell in love And I'm not sorry That you never cared enough With just motion It's just time And every day We find ourselves a little further down the line I'm going to California By myself
You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Here we go. It is a Taco Tuesday. Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie Estate Show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Oh, man. Man, do we have a lot of shit to talk about today. Look, we got mail. Lots and lots of mail. Yes, and, and there's some ask questions in there, so... We will be singing this morning as well. Going old school. We're going back a little old school. Man, there's so much stuff I want to talk about before we start the show. And I'm going to get into it here in just a minute. And a lot of it is sports stuff. Don't worry, we've got the big sports story of the day coming up later on in the show. About that that worthless piece of shit, Stephen A. Smith. We've got that coming up. And and I am so upset at this story. I am so mad at this story. Oh, fuck. But I, I have to get through the first part of the show. Because, look, the first part of the show is all the regular boring fucking news and all that kind of stuff. And I'm going to lose my mind in that, too. So uh, just, just, just brace yourselves. It is going to be a bumpy ride today, people. A bumpy good ride. This is going to be one of those fun, like, you know, California Adventure Rides. Don't worry, it's not going to be shitty like at Disneyland. It'll be California Adventure, at least. Uh, let's say some good morning, shall we? Uh, looks like Douglas was the first one here. He says, good morning, ass family. Happy Tuesday. Hangtown Jen says, happy Tuesday, ass family. Uh, well, happy, uh, good morning to you as well. Uh, Andrew says, good morning, ass. Happy Taco Tuesday, hump day eve, y'all. Yeah, yeah, it's hump day eve, too. Uh, by the way, oh, let me get through these before I did this. Uh, let's see. Straight Fire says, hey, y'all, ready for another great show today? All right. Alicia says, good morning, everyone. Happy Taco Tuesday and hope everybody has a great day. It's already starting off great just by listening to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you for the story you sent me to this morning. Oh, we're talking about that, motherfuckers. Those motherfuckers. Uh, Mad Hatter says, morning, ass. Braddy Kid's in the house. Good morning. Well, Braddy Kid, I hope you have a great day as well. DNA says, good morning, Arnie Nass family. Morgan Witch shaking. Derek Olson says, good morning, Ass family. And Dave Coe wants a taco. Kevin, good morning, my friend. All right. So if you were listening yesterday to the show, something happened yesterday that was a... ...moment. Tommy was telling a story yesterday. Yeah, if you missed yesterday's show, you're like, fuck, I missed Tommy. You can go back and listen to it at ArnieRadio.com. It's $2.99 a month. No big deal. All right? Yesterday's show should be at the very top. He was telling a story about WWE, uh, former WWE superstar Terry Runnels. She was married to Goldust, Dustin Rhodes, Dustin Runnels, if you will. Um, and... He was talking about it, and he was getting very excited, and he used a phrase yesterday. And if you've been listening to, to this show or me for a long time, you know that one of my all-time favorite stories was when Tommy and I urinated on a guy's car together when we were drunk. He actually, but, but the moment that, that I knew Tommy and I were glued for life was when, in the moment of peeing on the guy's door, I hear Tommy go, 
holy shit, man, his sunroof's open. And for as long as this show has been on, I have been searching for a Tommy, holy shit. We even tried to record him saying holy shit, but it wasn't, it wasn't natural. Yesterday, it happens. I took note of when it happens. I logged into my account at ArnieRadio.com, and I went to yesterday's show. That's how I know it's there. And I scrolled through it, and I found, holy shit! <laughs> holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! We now have that sound effect in here. So when we see something that's crazy, holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! I was so proud of that moment yesterday. Oh, my God. And he has no idea. I didn't even tell him. I didn't even tell him. Now he's in here forever. Holy shit! (laughs) I just wish he would have said man afterwards. But, hey, hey, this is a start. Holy shit! Now, that was probably uh, one of the highlights of the day yesterday. Oh, oh, by the way, by the way, we got to do this. Oh, fuck, I almost forgot this. No, 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 cancel that. I do not want to delete that. No, don't want that. I want this. It's T-shirt time? You goddamn right it is. It is 12 Let me just say, woo! It's T-shirt time. No, not Rick Flair shirt. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts. Put your T-shirt on and shut up, Angelina. You tramp. You trollop. So we've already got the official list of comedians on the Mount Rushmore of comedians. Now, see, this is the thing that people get so upset at, is that somebody, one of their favorites isn't on here. My T-shirt today is a tribute shirt to the one and only, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers, the one and only Bernie Mac. I I love Bernie. Bernie Mac was one of the funniest, and by the way, not on the Mount Rushmore. See, you can still like somebody, and, and they're not on Mount Rushmore. It's okay. We're not saying they suck. I saw this T-shirt, and I was like, I must have that shirt. That is a must-have. A, Bur- a, Bur- a Bernie Mac T-shirt? Come on, now. So, yes, T-shirt time. Uh, why is this open? I, I don't want this. No. How, how about we close that shit down? Remind me later. I don't know, like in 16 years. How about we quit that? All right, good, good, good. That's gone now. Uh, All right, so I did that, did that. Okay. Now, T-shirt time. Let's get to what was on TV last night, all right? You know what? And and you know what's going to – this is what's going to happen. I'm just going to – I'm going to throw a monkey wrench into the whole show. That's right. I'm doing it. Why? Because I can Last night was the home run derby. Tonight is usually one of my favorite nights of the entire summer. It's the All-Star Game. Why? Because my dad and I used to watch the All-Star Game every year growing up until they sent me off to church camp, and I missed the year that Fred Lynn hit the only Grand Slam in All-Star Game history. I heard it on the radio, but I didn't get to see it because I was at Jesus camp. 
I haven't missed many All-Star games. I've missed a few here and there. Probably I'll, I'll watch a little bit of tonight. I, I, I'm not down with the uniforms. Or I, I'm not down right now with baseball. I, I got to say, well, I'm sure God saw it for you, Arnie. Oh, yes, he did. Um, last night was the Home Run Derby. I've always been at odds with the Home Run Derby. I like the old black and white TV show from the 50s. I know I wasn't alive in the 50s, but they still showed it. Where, like, Mickey Mantle would take on Willie Mays. They'd play a nine-inning game. If you hit if you hit a ball and it was an out, that was your one of three outs that inning. I don't like all the rigmarole that goes into it. We got a DJ live on the field scratching records. Okay, it's baseball. It, 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 it's not a dance club. Now, what I really don't like, what I really don't like are the rules associated with the home run derby. Now, last night they did it in a way I thought, okay, this is good. They did brackets. You see, a lot of the top guys, they don't want to participate in this because it throws off their game. It's tiring for them, which is what I'm hoping happens to the Angels player, but it doesn't matter because the Rangers suck. So last night, Pete Alonzo won, by the way, spoiler alert. Guy from the Mets, and by the way, that guy is a man. That guy is a fucking stud. Please come to Texas, Pete. I'll wash your car every day for you. (coughs) 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 Okay. (coughs) That wasn't good. All right, so the big story is this guy, uh, Shoei Otani. Okay, he's a two-way player. He doesn't like guys and girls. I, I think he just likes girls, but he pitches, and he's a pretty good pitcher, and he's a great hitter. He hits bombs, okay? So he was in the home run derby last night. Everybody was saying, oh, this guy's going to win. Either this guy or Joey Gallo from the Rangers. Yeah, well, Joey Gallo shit the bed. Congratulations, Rangers and Ranger fans. There you go. There's our representative, and he lost. By the way, last place, I believe. Asshole. So, show Tani, oh, Tani. Who, by the way, this is the thing I hate the most. They have anointed this guy... The greatest player <coughs> since Babe Ruth. <coughs> okay. All right. Greatest player since Babe Ruth. Now, I got a problem with that. Last night, King Griffey Jr. was at the game. I've said it my, my entire life. Look, in my lifetime, since 1971 to the current game today, nobody has played the game better than King Griffey Jr. Nobody. He's the greatest player I ever saw. Does that mean he's the greatest of all time? Maybe, maybe not. Greatest I ever saw. And he was over at the booth last night watching the Home Run Derby, and he's got a couple of these. And they asked him, they go, do do you see any different, uh, any similarities? And Griffey, just without a beat, goes, no, none at all. You want to know why? 
I'll tell you why. Because Griffey was a ball player. He wasn't saying it, that, that Chilani is better than him. He was saying, no, this guy's not me. I had the greatest swing of all time. This guy's swing is all right. By the way, motherfucker lost in his first round. <coughs> he lost in the first round. And this is the thing I hate about it. The, the tiebreaker. So he and whoever he was facing, Juan Soto, of the Nationals, they were tied. See, these guys don't like doing this because it stresses their body out a lot. So this is what they should have done instead. The tiebreaker shouldn't be you, you swing a bat for another minute. No, no. Who hit it the furthest? That's the first tiebreaker. If you're tied at that, then who hit the most in a streak? You got to do all these things before you go to hitting again. I think it's dumb. I think the way they do the whole home run derby is stupid. But that's just me. Anything else in baseball or anything I want to talk about? No. Uh, British Open starts this week. Okay, so this is the story from yesterday where Stephen A. Smith stepped in. I guess we're starting the show now. So Shohani has 33 home runs, 349 ERA. <clears throat> and Stephen A. Smith has come out and said that he is detrimental to Major League Baseball why? Because he uses an interpreter. <laughs> Sassy Pammy, uh, good morning to you. It's okay you're late. I understand. I'm not that important to you. That's fine. Um, This is what the moron said. All right. Hold on. Okay, this is an ad of some sorts. Okie doke. All right, here we go. Come on, Stephen A. Can we get to this? Where other people are coming from, and I'll leave that side of the point to Max. And Max, uh, you had the pleasure of meeting my child, my, my high school buddy uh, Jeff Brown this week in Las Vegas. Whole family. Um, he's yeah, he's one. He's one of the biggest. He's one of the biggest baseball fans I know, and he's very, very big on, on Otani. And I and I'll leave that to your side of the argument. And I I just want to let you know I get where y'all are coming from. I'm just going to tell you where I'm coming from with this. This is where he's coming from. Even though baseball is an international sport, and I totally get that. Do it's you? It's played in the United States. And Japan. And Canada. That's and where Cuba. Major League Baseball is being played. Yeah. So when I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it from this perspective. In the United States of America, when you talk about the sport of Major League Baseball, you talk about its lack of diversity in terms of African-American players. You talk about the influx of foreign players whether they be from Venezuela, the Dominican Republic, or, or Japan, or anywhere else. If you are a star and you, are, you need an interpreter, that might have something to do, not everything, because there's a lot of things that go into it, but that might have something to do with your inability to ingratiate yourself with that young demographic to attract them to the sport. Now, <clears throat> by the way, he's getting all kinds of heat for this. Now, I wanted to come on and go, wait a second. So a black guy can be racist towards an Asian fella? 
because I've been saying the exact same thing. I think it's a crime. And Ohani has been here, what, two years? How long did Ichiro play in the league? Ichiro, when he, when he retired, he used an interpreter to do his retirement speech. It, 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 by the way, by the way, the lack of diversity in baseball, I, I'll tell you this right now. It, it, it's so many fold. It's so stupid. Yes, baseball is racist, and they don't want black people to play. That, that's exactly what it is. Baseball is an expensive sport. The end. Inner city kids whose parents are, are, are impoverished, and that could be black, white, I don't give a fuck what you are. They don't have money to pay for a new mitt. They don't have new money to pay for a new bat or travel team or new cleats. They don't. Why is basketball so popular in the, in, in, in the inner city? Because it's cheap. This is why soccer is the world's most popular sport. You can cut the head off a goat and use it as a fucking soccer ball. Inner city kids don't play baseball. Because it's too expensive to play. Uh, Ichiro played from 92 to 2019. So, yeah, did not ever have an interpreter. Always had an interpreter. But it wasn't a big deal. And I'll say this right now. Ichiro was a lot bigger star than Otani. A lot bigger star. I lived in Seattle. When did he come to America, Hangtown Jen? He didn't come to America until, what, 92 to, like, 2000, he played in Japanese League. So from 2000, I'll say 2001 to 2019, Ichiro never had an interpreter. Or always had an interpreter, sorry. Why is it a big deal now? This is, this is the thing I don't understand. Why is this a big thing now? I've been saying it for 20 years, and I've been called a racist. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, we got to call you a racist, because I was called a racist for saying that. What about all the Spanish players in the league? Do I want them to speak English? You're goddamn right. They're getting a paycheck in America. You should be speaking English. But remember, I was the racist one for saying that. Am I mad because somebody's saying this and getting away with it on national television? In a way, yes, absolutely I am. And it's not just anyone, it's a black guy. You can't tell the black guy he's racist. Especially Stephen A. Smith, who, by the way, is a racist. I see these stories and it it just, I, I have to scratch my head. He played and became one of the best players in Japan by 2000. In spring 99, he started with the Mariners. Yeah. I remember uh, I remember going up there and seeing him play when I was living. In, and, and look, let me just tell you this right now. Ichiro was nothing special to me. I, I know that people loved him, and I'd like to see all his World Series rings. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. The Mariners have never been to the World Series. Uh. 
Look, man. Hey, look, you want to learn the language? Go ahead. I, I, I'm done fighting. I'm just, t- I'm just tired of shit that I was told was racist as much as five years ago is now acceptable. I don't even know what racism is anymore. I, I, I truly don't. I, I, I give up on that. Uh, all right. Now, continuing with the show. I, I find this to be awesome. This, this truly is great right here. Our president, Joe Biden. Who's on the left, right? This moron is is on the left. He's come out and said, we need to hire more police and crack down on illegal guns to combat crime. Nothing to tackle the number one job facing the middle class. And it happens to be a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S, jobs. Um, wasn't it your party, Mr. President, that has led the way for the defund the police argument? And, and by the way, let, let's, let's just go ahead and do this, shall we? Let, let's put the pieces where they are. What happened when states and cities decided to defund their police departments? We'll look at New York City first. Hold on. New York City! Yeah, we'll, we'll look at them first. By the way, it's a battle zone in New York now. It, 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 it truly is. Crime rates are through the roof. It's back to where it was when it was like the 70s, when no one wanted to go through Times Square because it was a goddamn pit and a war zone. Okay. This idea that oh, Minneapolis it hasn't stopped burning. Portland's still on fire. The city of Austin is nothing but a big giant homeless toilet now. But hey, let's defund the police and see what happens. Well, we've seen what happens. And now the leader of the free world and the Democratic Party, as he told you on the debates, he was in charge of the Democratic Party. They're saying we need to hire more police. I, I don't even I, I don't understand anything anymore. Like th- this is like that new math. This is where 2 plus 2 equals 5. All you got to do is write out a big explanation why. I, I, I don't get any of this. I, I truly, truly don't. There is a no one-size-fits-all approach. We know there are some things that work, and the first of those that work is stemming the flow of firearms used to commit violence. Joe, 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 Joe. Joe, 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 Joe. You know, let's just do it. Uh, What weapons? Um... 
cause the most deaths? Uh, let's see. Um, wow. Okay, well, whatever. Okay, handguns, number one, handguns. 6,368 deaths. Firearms, 3,281. So I guess we're okay with knives that are 1,500. Other weapons, by the way, I, I am not believing this number here. I'm sorry. I, I uh, Guns, injury facts. Gun related to preventable intentional. Uh, 39,000. Preventable suicide. Oh they're, oh, they're including suicide numbers and all that kind of stuff. I remember, I forgot what I saw. I, I saw it recently that knives, fucking household appliances, like ha- like what they were saying, household appliances or tools, hammers cause more deaths. Uh, let's see. According to Jane Suckey, it was Republicans who defunded the police. I, I saw that somewhere. It wasn't it what Jane, you said Jane, is that another name for uh, AOC? Because didn't AOC come out and say it was the Republicans that wanted to defund the... I'm like, what? See, they say this is this is honestly, and nobody's calling them on this stuff, people. When you and I talked last, we talked about it's one thing to have the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office, but a vaccinator. How do you get the vaccine into someone's arm? How do you not call him out right there face-to-face as a fucking journalist? Oh, that's right, you're protecting the party. You're not doing your job. You are indeed giving us false news. If I was in the front row, let me, let me just say, if this happened and I was in the front row. And you and I talked last. We talked about it's one thing to have the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office. Fact checked. Fact checked. Fact checked. We're the fact checkers. Oh, that's how that they're all on the left. Oh, isn't that interesting? Ban MC Hammer, the redhead, they say all of it. Just ban everything that could be used in violence. There, I solved crime in the U.S. Yes. It's going to be weird, Douglas, that that everybody's going to be walking around without hands. You see, you see, you can get all the handguns out. You can lay them in the middle of the street. Put all the rifles out there. Lay every knife in the world at, at, at its feet. Hammers. You name it. Automobiles. You get it all out there. And I am going to tell you this now. With all that, I, I mean, there's millions upon millions of things out there. You have them all laying out there. You would think that one... One might act on its own. But the problem is, none of them will cause any violence. They will sit there as inanimate objects as they are. It takes a person to commit a violent crime. You can ban all that shit. That, that to me, was the greatest treehouse of horrors ever in the Simpsons history. You start to ban all weapons... 
and somebody is going to get a, a board with a nail in it to use it as a weapon, and that will fucking scare us to no end. The nail on the stick, that's what it was. Yeah, and headless people will also need muzzles to prevent biting. Well, we don't have to cut their heads off. We can just yank their teeth out. So no hands, no feet, no teeth. I think we're in a pretty safe world. I don't know how we're going to eat or type on keyboards anymore. I'm, I'm not sure how that works. I, I, just, I just think all this talk about defunding the police. You want to defund the police, yet Chicago this weekend had more murders than the western United States. Chicago, a city. Dude, there's a story about this guy in here. Do I have it in here? Uh, some rapper. Chicago weekend. Hold on, where is it at here? Dude, you got to hear this shit. There was some rapper who, uh, 31, a police of 31, uh, his name is Landre Sylvester. He was released on electronic monitoring when he was shot across the street from Cook County Jail. By the way, by the way, he was shot something like 65 times. I'm not kidding. Motherfucker got shot 65 fucking times. 64 bullet wounds to his head and other areas. Right in front of the Cook County Jail. Do we really need to defund the police? This guy, this guy was turned into fucking Swiss cheese right outside the police station. Well, this is what I'd want to do. If I was ever at a rally or something somewhere, and some fucking hairy armpitted chick, and, and you know I'm against, I'm, I'm, I'm dead set against hitting women, so this is all in jest. This is what I'd like to see done. One of these hairy armpit chicks, she's screaming defund the police in front of me, and I just slap the fucking whoopee goggle out of her. What? Um, who's she going to run to? She don't want the police there. Is she going to handle her business? We, we, we got this five foot four, 108-pound fucking hippie chick. Taking me on. Yeah, I've won that fight. That, that that fight wins before I even slap that bitch. No, uh-uh. Don't. Don't start yelling defund the police because the ones that yell at the loudest are the ones who call the police the first. Oh, man, I read this story. Yeah, 64 times in the article says, no surprise, he was pronounced dead at the hospital. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Can't wait to read the next intriguing article. Well, we know who that guy's related to. We definitely know. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, They were unavailable for comment. Micah, back to you. (laughs) You dumb shits. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, 
Let's see. Uh, if you Google in the right way, social media has led a drastic upswing in suicides from 2007 to 17. One study reports. So we should ban Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ban TV shows like today, like my jokes today on TikTok. What's an orphan's least favorite show? Family Guy. See, you got to get rid of that because you got to think about the orphans. Oh, the other jokes? You got? You guys want the other ones? Okay. Uh, hold on a second here. Where, where, where did I put them? Oh, here we go. Uh, oh, this one's old. How did Greg Luganis get, get HIV? By doing magic. And did you hear Lance Armstrong has a brand new trail mix? Yeah, there's only one nut in the bag, though. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. I, I, I'm here all week. Why am I getting this stuff from the L.A. Rams? Who signed me up for the fucking Rams stuff? This is like the third email I've gotten from them. Uh, I would just yell out bullshit. And the headless people will also need muscles to prevent biting. Got that is flesh wound, nail on stick. Imagine how many missed if they hit him 64 times, right? No shit. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. It must have been a high-capacity magazine. If those were banned, might have survived the first 12 shots. <laughs> Shockingly, Kale was walking out uh, with an older woman who was only struck one time in the knee, and passerby was gazed. Grazed in the face by one bullet. The most precise gang shooting ever, I'd say. No shit. It only barely gives a flesh wound to one guy. Shoots an old gal in the knee. Oh, man. She'll call for the police. Oh, absolutely. Oh, interrupting news. Mac from Night Court passed away. Yeah, it was saw that. Charles Robinson passed away yesterday. So did Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. Uh, news reporter should sue the dead for <laughs> violating her freedom of press, refusing the interview. <laughs> uh, oh, that's good stuff. I, I, I love this world that we're in. I love it, but I hate it as well. It's so good to do this show in the world that we live in. But living in this world, where you look, you, I, like, honestly, like, when AOC says, no, it was the Republicans that were defunding the police. They believe this stuff. They make this shit up on the run, and then they believe it. And then once they stop believing in it, they use this one. Oh, I never said that. Oh, no, no, you have me misquoted. I never said that. No, you did. And nobody calls you on it. I still want somebody to call out both Anderson Cooper and Joe Biden for that vaccination thing. There's so much. I mean, this country is doomed. It is doomed, not just because of African-Americans. What the fuck? By 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. What is wrong with that? Unless you're a racist. Everything he said there, what is wrong with that? Unless you're a racist. Wouldn't that prove once again that America is the quote-unquote melting pot? I mean, 
How could I be the president of the United States of America? I, I, I still don't know, Joe. I still don't know to this day how that even it, that one. Boy, that escalated quickly. It, it, I mean, it, that really got out of hand fast. Holy shit! Oh my god! Well, I'm gonna need that holy shit in a bunch of places. Okay, that's a turkey. I will knock your ass out. Ooh, that's good. You ain't innocent. No. Uh, I didn't even get to go to my high school prom, but my mom did. That's true. This one right here looks a little, a little downsy. I, I don't know. Uh, let's see. I was surprised, uh, surprisingly proud of them. Like if they had gang, uh, going gang, they had these guys give a class on how to shoot into a crowd and only hit your target. I'm still surprised he didn't survive. Was that Tommy's holy shit? That was Tommy's holy shit. Okay, we hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I'm gonna take this one out for that because I, like I said, I need this in so many places. Let's go. Now move on. Anytime now. Let's go. Yeah, this this, this is, oh, this should be on every one. Holy shit! <laughs> so good. That is so good. What else? I, I put in new stuff. Oh, I put in new. And shut your damn cake hole! Holy dog shit. Texas only steers and queers come from Texas. And you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. Don't change the subject. Just answer the fucking question. In order to find his equal, an Irishman is forced to talk to all God. Right. There we go. Uh, all right. Moving on to our wonderful president and his wonderful knock, knock, knocking on vaccinations door. Some th- stuff has been, uh, the scripts, part of the scripts have been released on what they're going to do. Some, by the way, some states have already started doing door-to-door. Not even the federal government. Some of these crazy left states have started knocking on people's doors. The Federal Emergency Management Agency has formed a surge team to bring door knockers to local communities as early as next week. By the way, we're paying for it. Uh, That's right. You and me, the taxpayers... We're paying for this. They're not saying yet how much something like this is going to cost. Um, I'm just going to say it's going to cost a whole fucking lot. That's all there is to that. I mean, oh, I can get rid of that one right there. Hold on a second there. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm, I'm still trying to find more places for the... Holy shit, sorry. Holy shit! Perfect. Um, they're going to come to your house, door to door, knocking on your door, wanting to know. And by the way, they're being told, are you ready for this part? They're being told to ignore your signs, say no solicitations. Yeah, Kale, that, I think, um... Kale just says, in other news, trespasser deaths skyrocket. I'm interested to see what happens here. 
because there are a lot of people that have those signs up on their doors. By the way, by the way, this is how much your government thinks about And I want to read something from a comedian friend of mine. Um, and I, I, I thought this was very, very poignant. Uh, Steve. Steve Barkley. Chicago Steve Barkley. This guy's name. Uh, I follow him on Facebook. And I, I tell you this right now. This guy is a great comedian. But uh, he's a bigger patriot. Steve Barkley put this on his Facebook page yesterday. When the state shuts down millions of private businesses but doesn't lay off a single government employee, it's not about your health. When the state bans dentist visits because they're unsafe but deems abortion visits are safe, it's not about your health. When the state prevents you from buying vegetable seeds because it's dangerous, but allows in-person lottery ticket sales, it's not about your health. When the state tells you it's dangerous to go golfing alone, fishing alone, or being in a motorboat alone, but the governor can get his stage makeup done and hair done for five TV appearances a week, it's not about your health. I give him full credit for that. He wrote that. I, I read that last night, and I, I, wanted, to, I, I wanted to stand up and, and give him a standing ovation. The news here in Texas is really trying to ramp up the scaring over the Delta variant. By the way, I got the Johnson & Johnson shot, and I'm not worried about getting this disease that, that's happening. I think it's happened in like 100 Cases worldwide. Hey, by the way, if I get something, I was stupid enough to take the vaccine. I'll own it. I'm never going to tell you guys that I think you should get it. It's not up to what I think. It's up to what you want to do with the rest of your life. And if you want to live your life, and I have no problem with it. If you don't want to get a shot and you got a fake card, hey, good. You figured out the system. That ain't going to work for me just because I'd, I'd get caught. Um, do they really think that we really get more people to accept this vax? Like, seriously, if they knock on my door, that isn't going to convince me to take this shit. Man, I trust the local drug dealer more than I trust the government with this administration. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. This is how much your government cares about you or thinks about you. You know that a lot of people put no solicitors up there or uh, please don't ring the bell because we have dogs or newborn baby or I work nights. These people that have been told to go door to door have been told, fuck everything that you read on their door. You're knocking on their door. A hundred out of like 13 million happens within two weeks. Of yeah, yeah, Harrison, that's the other thing there, too. But see, the local media here in, in the Dallas area, well, the Fox station that I watch, liberal-ass Fox, which is weird. They're trying to make this so bad. Yeah, it happens two weeks after you get the shot. I'm fine. But, man, they're making it seem like it's going to happen right to you right away. 
Harrison, let me just say this to you. I know that you're a broadcaster, and I'm very proud of you for it. I'm very, very proud of you for that. Um, but please tell the truth. And I, I, what you wrote me that one time, uh, I forget what you wrote, and you sent it, and you said you had to put it out uh, on the page, and I had to make sure it was right. I thought you were messing with me. I could tell in your writing that you actually wrote that down the middle. They started in L.A. last week. I got a text message in May asking if they could come to my home and help me schedule the vaccine. Isn't that crazy? Oh, Bill Cosby getting out. Yeah, you wrote the story, and the way you wrote that, it was down the middle. I wouldn't have been so nice, but you were you were seeing both sides of it. This is all I want from the media now, and the media does not give you both sides. It's all about sensationalism. It's all about, uh, Harrison, watch Anchorman 2 today. This is your homework assignment. Watch Anchorman 2, and when he's calling that car chase, and they're telling him to... Hey, just make stuff up. Think about it. Speculate. Speculation journalism is what is happening right now. You got to stop it, man. Every time I'm putting a lot of weight on your shoulder. But you got to stop this. Somebody's got to stand up and say enough is enough. Because the way shit gets reported, it's just so asinine. Nobody, it, when, when, when the humongous outbreak happened, you remember? Oh, my God, this is going to be the end of days. What they weren't telling you was when, when this first started and there was no tests to take or there were very few tests to take, the numbers were low. But they, then they figured it out because that's what scientists do. And they made quick work of the tests and thousands and thousands of people a day were getting tested. And this being like an average cold, you can pick it up. But what they wanted to tell you was, oh, my cases are going through the roof. Well, m- no, they're, they're not. You're just testing more people. If you test more people, more people are going to become positive. Uh, people like me aren't worried about short term. It's more about the long term. Okay. I got a text from Kaiser to schedule getting the vax, and I replied with a simple middle finger. Kaiser replied that they don't understand. <laughs> That's funny. Lisa says, I work for Kaiser, and, and, and she just stopped it with and, and have done similar replies. Try fuck off and see what they reply. <laughs> Uh, I love how somebody, uh, Representative Vernon Jones, says, questions for Joe Biden. Are taxpayers paying for the door-to-door vaccine knocking? Yes. If so, how much will it cost and what groups are being paid? Did Stacey Abrams folks get in the contracts? Why aren't the media asking these questions? Because the media is on their side. Now look, it's going away. It is it it, it it it's starting it's starting they're starting to lose the grip. They still got they still got a handle on it, but the grip is slipping a little bit with the media. And I'll tell you why. 
It all has to do with Joe. The media feels like they're the ones who got Joe. See, this is this is the way things work. When somebody feels like they've helped you get the ball across the goal line, certain people want certain amounts of credit for it. The media wants a lot more credit for getting Joe Biden elected to president of the United States. And instead of saying the media did this for us, what they want is access. They want they want stories from the inside. And they keep holding up and they keep doing their end of the bargain. And then Joe says something like I, I shouldn't say it. I'm gonna say something I don't I, I probably shouldn't say. Anyway. I'm gonna get in trouble with my my staff. Yeah, go ahead, but I pretend that you didn't answer you. When he says I'm gonna get in trouble with my staff, where is a member of the media asking why are you going to get in trouble, sir? You're the president. My new favorite shirt reads, Media, the most effective devil in America. I wish I could wear it daily. That's awesome. The dead horse has been beating its like its 80s when HIV scared half the world to death, and yet here we are today, no condoms, raw-dogging randoms like the old days. What are they going to be doing door-to-door if they're not holding you down and stabbing the shit out of you? Are they just trying to ask nicely? I have no idea. Uh, Fox being leftist shouldn't be surprising. The Telecommunications Act of 1996 did this. That made it to where all the media outlets were bought by six conglomerates. So it shouldn't uh, surprise you or anyone. Well, it surprised me because Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch was still a, a, a pretty staunch conservative until he finally did sell the network. I mean, let's not forget uh, that that President Obama tried to enact something, and this is where this is where sometimes things work out for the best. He wanted to enact a, a law into place that says. For every hour of conservative radio that's on, you have to have uh, an hour of liberal radio. Okay? They said, no, no, stations can do what they want. You can't force them to do that. It, what, what happens is, and this is how bad the Republican Party is now, and I think this is why both parties are fighting so hard for the Internet. The Internet is the winner when it comes to entertainment. It used to be television, and at one time it was radio. Conservatives own radio. Own it. The television media, which is what way more people watch and pay attention to, is owned by the liberals. Now, will liberals finally get into a war with the progressives? Then where does the media go? Do they go with the progressives, or do they stick with the liberals? Or do they go to the conservative side? Talk radio is not going anywhere. Talk radio will always be there because radio is free. Radio sucks dick right now. I know. I know. Turn your radio on. Turn it off quick. I was more entertaining in the breath I took than everything that's on the radio right now. The radio, that look, look, the FCC treats you guys like you're in a nursery. 
You can't handle the big scary words and the meanness on the radio. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go ahead and just you know we got to censor all that because you're not you're not smart enough to figure all this out on your own, sir. You're the fucking president of the United States. How are you getting in trouble for answering exactly, exactly? Also, if they're going door-to-door, that means they're making a list of people who haven't had the vax. Yes, yes, they are. By the way, by the way, if they use your medical records, that is completely against the law. How do they know? If they come to your house and they go, well, we see you haven't been vaccinated yet. Well, how do you know that? Uh, Julian Wilbar, have your face feeling like you can't move the muscles? Anyone that has the this syndrome at risk of receiving other vaccines due to vaccine vaccine injuries, for example, they can go into an epileptic seizure if they receive the flu shot. Yeah, the liberals, leftists own the internet too, at least in larger forms. Well, social media, yes. The biggest dog in the entire fight, and and right now Congress and a lot of people are going after him, and I don't know how it fully works, but to do ads with Google, Google is Google is a motherfucker, from what I understand. It's like the old thing, like Blu-ray technology, remember, uh, versus uh, whatever the the HD two or Super HD. It came down to one variant. What did the porn industry want? Because the porn industry sold more DVDs than anybody. So were they going Blu-ray or were they going HDHD? They went Blu-ray. And HDHD is a thing that we don't even know about today. So that's what that, that's what we have to watch out for. They run Twitter and Reddit. These are all social media. Twitter, Reddit, TikTok. TikTok's owned by the Chinese. Uh, Facebook. Instagram. They're all run by the left. They're the big ones. I don't know about Google. Um, Let's see. And by that, I mean the individual voices will shout you down to the ground if you dissent. Well, that is why I got off Twitter, honestly. I was on Twitter, and I, I had to get off it because um, it, it that is a place. And you know me. I love my hate. I love hate. Hate is one of my favorite emotions. It was too hateful for even me. And that's saying something right there. This is why I, I, I love our country. I see these headlines. Everybody, uh, you see what's going on in Cuba? It's run by a leftist. I can't remember his name, but he's an Asian guy that runs it, and he's named in Trump's lawsuit. Google that is. Okay. All right. Um, Cuba right now is burning to the ground because the people want free. They're tired of this shit. They got a high coronavirus rate. They ain't got no medications because it's still Fidel Castro fucking policies being running that 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 place. Bernie Sanders, 
who will condemn a Republican for saying God bless you. He will. Yet he still will not speak ill of the Cuban communist government, even going as far as defending some of Cuba's policies that were in place by Fidel Castro. This guy was up for president of the United States, and you're wondering why we're going more communist every day? Those people in in Cuba want to eat. They want to live. They want to drive a car from at least the 80s. They're tired of all those 50s cars that they got down there. They want to sell their cigars. They want to be a part of the world. They don't believe in the Castroisms. And they're fighting for their freedom. Yet our government is kind of going, well, it's a wait and see issue. One member of our government was, oh, I kind of like some of those policies they have. Bernie Sanders here. What? Are you saying that Cubans want an oppressive government system like the U.S.? I thought they had a utopian system that was supposed to be so great and uh, offer equality to everyone. Well, you know what? That That is pretty funny because, uh, oh, where's this fucking guy's thing? Uh, who sent it to me this morning? Who sent the, oh, this is, where is it? Is it in my emails? Ah, here it is. Here it is. This is so great. Douglas, who sent this to me? What's wrong with socialism? Yeah, that was Douglas that sent that to me. Black Widow star, or one of the co-stars, David Harbour. He was the guy who did the shitty remake of Hellboy. He was in The Equalizer. He's been in a bunch of things, but he's kind of a second-tier actor. He's in, uh, 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 what, what's that show, uh, Stranger Things, okay? He plays a, a, a character in this movie that's from Russia, and they believe in Russia ideals and things like that. He's Captain America's nemesis, okay? So this guy stands up for everything. I don't know uh, that there's anyone who could dis... This is what he said when he asked him about his personal political views. I don't know that there's anyone who could disagree with socialist ideology. You don't know me. I totally disagree with it. If you work at Starbucks and you make the coffee, then you should own it. You're the one making the coffee. Um... No, 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 you're not making the coffee. The coffee was grown somewhere else. That's where it was made, sir, like in Ethiopia. And then what they do is they send it here. And then, see, you have to pay for part of the shipping. And the storage of it, because it's very popular, you see. The barista 
is doing about the easiest part of the labor that goes with a cup of coffee. What a stupid ass fucker this guy is. He's made comments condemning hoarding and greed would seem somewhat ironic given that his worth is $6 million. By the way, he sat out and, and held up his contract for a while for Stranger Things until he was receiving $350,000 an episode. <sighs> Once again to an actor, shut the fuck up and act. David Harbour, you're too stupid to talk about things like this. Obama literally took photos uh, with their dictators and took photos in front of Shea Guevara mural. We knew back then. The issue is that the Republicans and the Dems are one and the same. They just mindfuck people into believing that their sides are teams. At this point, people need to wake up and realize the U.S. versus them thing. It's not a D versus R thing. It's the elite, the Dems, the Repubs all see us as peons. Yeah, Kale, you're absolutely right. Did the barista buy the coffee? No. Pay to ship the coffee? No. Create a product, not just uh, follow a recipe? No. This is why, I guess this is why these people have publicists. And the publicist, his publicist or his PR person, they should be fired. Because this story has come out, really. If you work at Starbucks and you make the coffee, then you should own it. What the fucking kind? What what kind of what kind of entitlement is that? So someone else should farm the beans on their land with their time, their water. Someone else should transport the beans in their truck, their fuel. Someone else should work in a factory to clean the beans, get ready for processing. Then one more someone. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get to the transport, you got to pay somebody to put them in bags. Those bags cost money. Then you got to transport said beans with their own truck and fuel to the coffee store, which someone else pays for, light, power, marketing, merchandise, etc. And then a barista with no training, no skill, no talent, no land, no truck gets all the funds. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, they don't own. They don't own that coffee they're making. You stupid motherfucker. How can you say they own it? That, that, that's what I would like to ask him. I would like to sit across from a table. My arms are folded. That way he knows he's safe from getting a smack. Please explain to me, David Harbour, how, it, and I'm just taking from your quote here, You work at Starbucks. How do you actually own it? How is that? How is that a thing? Were you born into it? Is your last name Starbucks? Uh oh, my hands have come uncrossed because I'm starting to talk with my hand. Bam! There's a slap to him. (laughs) Well, then by this thinking, I should own the homes I appraise. Suddenly I like this man. Oh, God, yeah. If that were the case. I mean, shit. This guy's nuts. Flat out nuts, people.
I don't get it. And that this this guy's a peon. You imagine what people like George Clooney think? People that have some power. And by the way, why does George Clooney have any power in Hollywood anymore? It was the last time that motherfucker worked. <laughs> Damn, imagine all the stuff I've delivered in my truck that I should own, right? Think of all the things that I've advertised. I've lent my voice to it. It's mine. I should own it. Now, now, we, we have, we have a, a controversy from this weekend. There's a flag down on the play. They are bashing individualism and pushing the collectiveness, which will not work as the U.S. becomes more diverse. People pretend to give a shit about one another, but wait until there's another toilet paper shortage and their true colors show through. I like to bet on a person's desire to benefit themselves. Isn't there a system that works uh, way? Oh, wait, capitalism. Why don't we try that, LOL? How about this? David Harbour, we, we know who David Harbour is. David Harbour was the kid who always got picked last to play any kind of athletic ability. And, and you know what? Let's just strip everything down. Let's go back to the beginning of time. Let's make sports not important to boys. I, I, I know, because, see, we're going to have to scrub the minds of everybody. Because capitalism is about competing. And that's what it makes America go. Competition. We thrive on competition. No more of that, though. Congratulations on your, on your acquisition of JS Flooring. Yes, yes, we will be talking about JS Flooring, as I, I do own them now. Um. But we have to get all that out because socialism is. And look, we tried it. We tried socialism in America. If you don't believe me, go back to like the 1700s. I don't know the story exactly. I think we're a nation at this point. We're a socialist place. Which meant if you grew, let's say you grew corn, and somebody else raised turkeys, what would happen is they'd give you a 15-pound turkey, and you'd give them 15 pounds. Oh, oh, yeah, uh, of your, your green beans. Well, somebody's getting away with it better. But see, that's the way we used to do. Everything was even Stephen. So someone came along and said, no, 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 no. Well, what, what we need to do is we need to just, you sell it for what you want to sell it for. Do I think five pounds worth of green beans is worth the same as like, a, you know, a big turkey? No, of course not. It, it's ridiculous. And that's when capitalism started. And I, that was a really horrible way to tell that story. But it's the best that I know of. And I think it was around Thanksgiving time that all that started. We became... A capitalist country. We looked out for ourselves. This is what we do. We look for... I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. 
you know, when, when I was a kid, if there was a boy who wasn't good at sports, well, they found something else. They finally found whatever they were strong in. I don't care if it was banned. I don't care if it was throwing themselves in their studies. If you weren't good at something, you found what you were good at, and you did that. Nobody does that anymore. My sister, yeah, you know what? I, can't, I can actually blame a lot of this on my sister, Patty. Till my dad finally sat her down and said, enough is enough with this kid. My nephew, Jay, who's the closest thing to a relative I have this day in age. Yes, my sister is still alive. Um, Jay was in high school. And not the most athletically gifted guy in the world, like hand-eye coordination-wise. He was the manager of the football team. Then he ran track, and he was a distance runner. He loved running. I don't know where he got that from. He didn't get that from my side of the family. I'll tell you that right now. And uh, he also, what else did he do? Oh, he, w- he was an Eagle Scout. Now, I don't think that my nephew's a kid toucher, even though he's an Eagle Scout. Eagle Scout that grew up in the Catholic Church. Man, oh, man, a lot of things are starting to add together. No, I'm kidding. Um, and he was good at Eagle Scouts, and he was good at this. But then my sister said, well, you need more to do. I'm joining you. Uh, I'm, I'm making you join the golf team. My nephew had never played golf at the time. My dad finally said, look. And, oh, by the way, he was in the Spanish club. He got a full scholarship, or he got a, a big scholarship um, to attend university on a, Spa- a Spanish scholarship. It was fluent. Is your nephew an advanced downy kid or just bad at Facebook? Uh, wait, I don't know. What do you mean about bad at Facebook? I thought the manager of the Facebook team in, in uh, oh, in football, and it was always the kid with the downy. No, not always. But it, sometimes it's a nerdy kid. He did... He didn't do, like, their jock straps. And when I say team manager, he did all their stats and things like that. So, yeah, yeah, my, my nephew's not Downsy at all. But he was doing that. And I remember, oh, <laughs> you want a funny Jerry story real quick? I will never forget this as long as I live. Jay, if you're listening right now, this is, this is a hand. I'm not trying to embarrass you, even though it's going to happen. I'm going through my regular daily routine, and I get a phone call from my dad. Hey, what are you doing? I'm just, you know, fucking going home, getting ready for the show tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I got to ask you about something. I said, okay, what is it? He goes, do you remember the kids that were the managers in football? I go, yeah, they were kind of the, the, the dorky kids that wanted to be a part of the team because they had school spirit, but yeah, yeah. I he goes, well, you know what? You know your, your, your nephew, Jamie, he's one of these goddamn kids. <laughs> I said, well, okay. I, I didn't know, but I, 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 I didn't surprise me. And he goes, but that's not the crazy part. I go, what's the crazy part? He goes, they gave him a goddamn letterman's jacket. <laughs> he was so mad because 
my dad graduated from high school in, what, 1948, 47, 48? Back then, when you had a letterman's, like, jacket or sweater, that was something that was cherished. And you earned the shit out of that thing. And he was so mad. And, and my father loved his grandson. I mean, I felt almost a little jealousy of how much my dad felt. And then I realized, wait a second, I'm the chosen one. Okay. Uh, he can be the next coming of the chosen one. I am the chosen one. And, Jay, let me just tell you, if I ever had a kid and it was a boy, you'd be kicked to the fucking curb. But my dad was so incensed that he got a letterman's jacket for being the, the team manager. Oh, God damn it. We laughed about that for about 30 minutes. I was dying. This entire animal kingdom survives by competition. The only relevant feelings in the animal kingdom are hunger and fear, the two emotions that pussy-ass socialists are trying to remove from human society. Between that and the Johnsons at church, or the jokes at church, I love your dad. Oh, fuck, dad was, dad was the king. He was the king, boy. But yeah, he. It went, I'll never forget that. You know, they gave him a goddamn Letterman's jacket. Jesus Christ! But my sister had Jamie doing all these things, and the kid was running himself ragged until my dad said, "Look, he's not good. At, he's not going to be good at golf. He's not going to be good at this. Don't put him in those. He's not going to. He's not going to enjoy it because look, like it or not, when we're not good at something, human beings, we don't like it." I suck at bowling. Do I fucking bowl? Hardly ever. I don't think I have bowled in the last 20 years. And by the way, I am fine with that. I mean, just fine and dandy. We don't like doing shit that we're not good at. There are some things that we're not good at, but we have to become better at, like, I don't know, spelling, math, things like that. You have to get to a point where you're not horrible at it or you're not ignorant about it. You don't have to be Asian-level fucking math smart. And, yes, that is racist, but I don't give a shit. It's funny because stereotypes are there for a reason. The whole idea of getting rid of of fear and hunger, I, I, I don't know how you get I, I There's no way I'd want to get rid of fear. By the way, I just have a real quick question for you guys. Let me ask you guys a question. What's better, to be feared or respected? If you were the leader of a land, would you rather be feared or or respected.
let's see. Uh, I hate shit that I'm good at. Cooking is one. I hate cooking, and I avoid it as much as possible. Well, you're you're just an enigma wrapped up in a fucking headache. If I cook good, I'd cook all the time. I grill good shit. I want to barbecue every damn day. I could eat steak every day. So I asked the question, what what would you rather have, fear, or would you have the rather have your people fear you or respect you? Uh, let's see. Uh, Douglas says respect. Hangtown says respected, which I most likely will have gained through fear. Respected, there will be no uprising. Respected, respected by my people, feared by my enemies. Respected, if you are feared, you are more likely to get assassinated. Respect means there's also a healthy fear, too. Well, that's why I always, see, this is why I asked the question. With fear comes respect. Why are you afraid of him? Well, because I know he'll whoop my ass. Well, then you respect something about me. You respect that I'm tough, and I'm tougher than you are. That's such a weird question to ask. Everybody wants to say respect it, but how do you get that respect? You earn it. How? Through what? Through doing good deeds? Do people really pay attention to good deeds? Dan Crenshaw is a United States House representative. Um... He didn't walk a bunch of old ladies across the street. He, he didn't brag about that in his ad campaigns. He bragged at the fact that he was a special, uh, special uh, ops. He was a Navy SEAL. What does that mean? Navy SEAL, that means they've killed people. If you've ever met a Navy SEAL, you've met somebody who's killed someone. Now, you fearing that? Respecting that. Respecting that because he can do that or he did that. It, it, it's such a strange question. It's such a weird question because nobody, everybody's, oh, fear is so bad. Well, if I'm afraid of you, I respect that. I, I, I respect the fact that I'm afraid of you. I don't know if more assassinations happen like that way, but there's certain people I don't respect, but I don't want to piss them off either. Yeah. So there's some fear there. So, yeah, but look, you have to have one and the other. and you, they, they go simultaneously. They go hand in hand, like peanut butter and grits. No, I'm kidding. I hate grits. Um, so he, here's the question that I, I was talking about. So uh, Richard Branson, that fellow Richard Branson. Wait, where, where do I have it written down? It's uh, not climate change. So Richard Branson only went up 53 and a half miles. Now, that is short of the Caraman line, which is 62 miles above sea level. And it's generally agreed that that's where space begins. Branson did surpass 50 miles above sea level, above which NASA gives out an astronaut wing. But, so, did Richard Branson really go to outer space? I mean, when, like, 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 let's say, I, I want to see, like, satellites. I want to be in space. 
how to be hundreds of miles in space. I kn- I knew this uh, this was all just hogwash and bullshit. I knew it. He has a plane that can go higher, which means he could probably travel faster. That's all this is. It's not a spaceship. It's a new airplane. So he went far enough to get the sticker and participation T-shirt, pretty much. But not even really. Because they say that, that space starts at 62 miles. He went 53 and a half. That's nine and a half feet. Or eight and a half feet. I don't know. Eight and a half feet. NASA referee needs to be under the hood reviewing this. Well, Bezos can stick it up his ass now. Bezos has got all the time in the world to go up at least 63 miles. I've been saying feet, 63 miles. How weird is that? The outer space is closer than you and I are right now. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. It's only like 65 miles to outer space. The distance between Reno and Sacramento is greater than uh, we are to outer space right now. I'm going to make the official call here. Because, see, I don't know where they... Oh, uh, no. That's it. Uh, Is this it? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I thought I found it. No, I didn't find it. Is it on this one? No, it ain't on this one. I'm going to find it here. Kill Bill, Fanfare Trumpets, no, no. Boss Dude Banana, no. Open door, law boat. Holy shit. Brain donkey. Where is the goddamn you make the call? It's on this one? Man, I'm pissed about this. What are you doing here today? I'm I'm just trying to fucking find this. That's what I'm trying to do, Chris Hansen. You son of a bitch. Shouldn't be on that one. Won't be on this one. Slurs? No, it's not there. Drops? No, I don't know where it is. Okay, so I'm making the call right now. The call is being made. Richard Branson did not go into outer space. I'm just telling you that right now. He did not. I know I have way too many soundboards. I don't know where shit is. I got to go through it this weekend and find stuff and get rid of shit because I add stuff to it all the time. Like, I can get rid of that. Okay, we'll remove that right now. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? Man, I haven't played that in a long time. Why is that there? Okay, we, we can get rid of that. Oh, I know why I put that there. Okay. Okay. Omar Mahajarifa, something September 11th. Yeah, that's not good. That's definitely not good. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. All right. We'll keep going here until we get. Okay. I, I did the Chicago story already. Uh, okay. Richard Branson got that one. Okay. 
Okay. I just want to point out this one more time. One more time for everybody about climate change. Okay, we, we, we talked a little bit about it on here. And if you want to do your part to clean up your inhabited area, you go right ahead. I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm telling you that it's become a political issue out of stupidity. That's how it's become a political issue. I always tell you about how we are an eighth of the size of India and China, okay? And we have all these laws in place protecting our ecosystem and environment, all this kind of stuff. And we could, we could you know what? We could be 100% green and clean here. And that big-ass plastic island in the Pacific would still fucking be big. The pollutants, the ozone layer would still be fucked. Why? Because what they are saying in the latest Sun Yat-sen University recorded the emissions of 167 cities in the world. 25 megacities produce 52% of the world's urban greenhouse gas emissions. Remember that. More than half come from 25 cities. 23 of those cities are from China. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. I like the rabbit. Sometimes I can hear it in nothing. <laughs> I want you. I, I want you to think about that. Whenever these rich billionaires are getting on their fucking planes and flying and having summits about the environment and climate change and all that kind of stuff. We could put an end to it. Those billionaires could find a new clean way to fucking do it. And still. By the way, the cities that emit the most greenhouse gases. Handen, Suzhou, Dalian, Beijing, Tianjin in China, the, the ones that rounded out are Tokyo and Moscow. So once again, once again, 20, uh, 20, those, those 25 cities are responsible for half of the ozone or the environment issues. I'll read the story a little further to see if there is a city in America. Hmm. Oh, here we go. The worst emitters. Uh-huh. There it is. Finally. Finally, we have a city. Of course, it's got to be New York City. New York City! 
Yeah, they come in at number 26. The next American town. Wow, this is a weird one. Probably with all the boats. San Diego, California. Ooh, Houston is only two spots after that. Chicago. These are 75 cities in the world. L.A. is finally at 55. So the big cities in America, they're on this list, but not responsible. Unbelievable. But, hey, it's a political issue. You have to think about your grandchildren's grandchildren. No, I I ain't going to know them. This is the whole thing. You ain't got to like your relatives. Just here to tell you that. You don't have to like your relatives. And if I'm not going to meet my grandchildren's grandchildren, why do I have to automatically like them? Because they're related to me? Barely? I mean, they'll tell stories of me and, and, and all that. I don't have grandchildren, so people just in general will tell stories of me thousands of years from now because the Internet will still be around. It'll be on people's watches. I don't care. Fuck. You think the world is going to be around for your grandchildren's grandchildren? Fuck. Um, If you happen to know anybody, and I do know somebody who's not a big fan of the United States of America because it is so fucking terrible and it treats people, it treats its human beings terrible, I just want to point this out. Get out, first of all. If you hate America so much for the way they treat their citizens, then get out. Because it and, and I've got a great place for you to go. According to Google, there are 2,700 billionaires worldwide and not a single Iron Man or Batman amongst them. The wrong people are becoming billionaires. <laughs> Let's say you, do, you hate the way gays are treated in America. Okay. Yeah, because they can't get married. They can't get cakes. God damn it, we treat gays bad because they can't get cakes made at a fucking, at, 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 at a bakery. Even though there's a bakery next door that'll welcome that business. They're so oppressed. Well, you know, that little skirmish that we've been in for the last, I don't know, 50, 60, 70,000 years with Afghanistan. You see, we've left, and now Sharia law has taken over, and they have announced that all gay men in the area will be crushed to death by pushing a wall onto them. So they're in the process of gathering the gays in Afghanistan. I don't know what sort of uh, policing, detectiving uh, work they're doing. Or if they just say, well, you look gay, we're going to put you here, and then we're going to drop a fucking wall on you. Once again... How oppressive is America? Two gays can't buy a cake. Unbelievable. But hey, hey, we're America. We're the place, we're America. 
the home of racism. There has never been racism until, uh, oh, huh? Um, by the way, the Olympic Games are about to take place in, of all places, Tokyo. Can we stop, please? So, the Olympic Games this year in Japan, um, a Tokyo hotel. Really? We done? A Tokyo hotel has apologized. This was this week. They are about to host the games. Before COVID happened, they were expecting every hotel to be sold out in Japan. Now they're not expecting spectators, so they're kind of fucked. The hotel has to apologize for having an elevator that was Japanese only. Now, now, wait a second. What? Wait one second here. Is that mean they're being racist? Why, yes, it does. That's just like colored water fountains, isn't it? Whites only. It's nice to see that the Democrats from the South in the 50s have moved to Japan and started their new branch of government, their new Jim Crow, Jim Crow laws. Uh, There's a great video on YouTube where this white man talks about how when he was 20, he hated America. He did leave it for the next 10 years, lived in Singapore and China. He said he never realized how great America was until he stepped back on U.S. soil he said he was just a spoiled kid and didn't realize how he took the USA for granted. I said, white, because that was a part of the video. No, I, I totally understand. Singapore is just as bad as the giant desert. Yeah, look. Hate America all you want. You, you know what? You have the freedom to hate America as much as you want. Don't take my rights away from me, though. If you want to go someplace that doesn't have rights, there is an entire world for you to go to. You can start by going to Canada. Or how about you go to Cuba? Do you know what the government did to Cuba yesterday? I want you to think about this, people. Think about when those horrible January 6th terrorist attacks happened on the Capitol. I say that in jest, but... Did the United States shut down the Internet? No, because they can't. Cuba yesterday shut down the Internet. Other countries are able to censor the Internet. 
Canada just passed a law saying that they can go on your social media and they can pull shit that you put on your social media. When it's not guaranteed to you as it is us, it's an idea for them. No, see, move there. See what happens. By the way, how about this? How about unlike that story of Addict to Brian, if you choose to leave this country because you hate it, don't ever come back. No, you, you, you've made your bed. Now you need to lie in it. And, and I'm glad this guy had this epiphany and came back after 10 years. But you know what? I, I don't want people like him in this country. Because he's going to brainwash all the idiots and say, no, the rest of the world is bad. You don't want to live there. This is our chance to get rid of those motherfuckers. Go. Be one with, I don't know, Ibiza. Go to Spain. Go to Portugal. Go to all these wonderful places. Sharia says women have equal rights. They can get the left too. Uh, that look, don't even start with me on Sharia law with women. I mean, that, that, that's even funny. You got all these gals here, like these gals. I, I, I love how oppressive the United States government is, especially towards women. I'm not, Hey women, I'm not saying that you've had it easy, but I'm just going to say this right now. When I see a woman as the vice president of the United States, and there are plenty of senators, and there are plenty of representatives that are women. What else, where, what, what other country has that, really? I mean, there are some that have a few women there. But let, let's go to Sharia law. Do you think those women would be in politics? The answer is, fuck no. Oh, God, no. No, no. It, it, it's not the 1950s there. It's like the 50s B.C. there. So all these people that want to go, oh, America is so bad. America is awful. You don't see these things happen. Well, I see racism happening in Tokyo. They have Japanese-only fucking, it's there. I'm not saying all of Japan is that way, but it's there. All this shit. Taliban is dropping walls on people for being gay. Come on. I mean, seriously, if you want to have a grown-up conversation with me, then have a grown-up conversation with me. Don't change the fucking argument halfway through, and I'm talking to the person who I know who hates this country. Let me, let me, let me, uh, let, let, let's, uh, let's have some fun. I'll read some posts from this person. And some of the things uh, that she said. Let's see. No, I think that one. Uh, oh, oh, this one's the one. Better not see this. Uh, oh, man, I can't see. Uh, uh, hmm. That's weird. I don't see a lot of the posts that I wanted to talk about now. Here we go. Here's one. 
My kids will literally never have to move out if they don't want to. Does anyone else find it weird we bring humans into this world for our own reasons and then expect them to go off and try to stay afloat? Mm-hmm. I know, isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna let your kids live with you for the rest of your life. Awesome idea. Unless she's hidden them from me now. Or this person I know. There's one. Oh, I forget. Very anti-American sentiment. You don't like it? Get out. Nobody's keeping you here. Go. Be free somewhere else. Oh, wait. That's right. You can't. Uh, I don't think that's just Christians. Uh, more so just beta males in general who are pussies on a pedestal. Here's a funny fact. Women today are having a hard time finding male partners who uh, make more than they do, which seems weird since we have such a huge gender wage gap. Uh-huh. I read the Cliff Notes version of an article by an atheist that said Christians put women on a pedestal. So, yes, they do have it easy. <laughs> Maybe they just want all women of color in government, no straight white men. Um, let's see. Um, I, I don't, just beta males who are about put, putting pussy on the pedestal. Women are also having issues finding men past 30 because men their age have more access to younger women since Tinder and Bumble are around. Look, 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 hey, let's not go and blame the Internet. Okay. What, what, what Tinder and Bumble has done has made it, the only thing it's done is open the avenue. Guys wanted to do this. Look, look, I, I remember going to clubs in the, uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, okay? I remember going to clubs, and we would see guys in their 40s in there, and we would make fun of them incessantly. And it's the typical guy with his shirt buttoned down, showing his chest hair off, maybe a few gold rings. Now, look, you have a problem finding men. Uh, those men have always looked for the younger women. It's been going on since the beginning of time. You have a problem finding men now because it's not okay to be a man. That's the problem that's out there. Men aren't allowed, and I'll tell you when it first started. I, I will tell you when it first started. I, I, I say it right now, I... I guarantee. The first time a gal got scared by a spider in the bathroom. And the dude walked in there and just stomped it dead. Ah, what are you doing? Why did you kill it? As soon as that guy apologized, boom. That's when we started to lose men. Now as a man, and by the way, no, this is not me. If you come out shrieking that there is a fucking spider somewhere, I ain't taking it and putting it outside. I'm a man. 
It's an invader of my house. I am going to kill it. Don't tell me we need this one spider to keep another bug out of my house because there's plenty of spiders around here. And we have an agreement. I don't go into your webs. You don't come into my house. You come into my house, you have broken the agreement. You must die. That's the agreement that we have with all those creatures. I think she's just mad because her mama made her become an adult due to her choices. Oh, once again, her choices. Her choices. Not mama's choices. Her choices. Idiot. Uh, Did you see the video I sent you? I don't know if you saw it already, but I thought it was good. Let's see. Uh, Hold on a second. Let me check. Let me check. Oh, this fight uh, at the the Clippers game. Yeah, I, I saw it. it. It's fans. I'm I'm tired of the fan fights. Thank you for sending me. I, I like the chick fights, like that one we got from CVS. Fans beating each other up. Where was it? Wasn't it? A, wasn't it a, like a Golden State Warriors fan got the shit beat out of them by a Suns fan? I think it was. Oh. Thank you for sending that. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, but men are men are not allowed to be men anymore. Ever since that first event happened. Now, if you're looking through the history books, that probably won't point it out. I just kind of guessed it where I saw it in the history books. But it's true, man. Men aren't allowed to be men anymore. Oh, stop that. Don't do that. Be nice. Men aren't nice. Men want to get shit done. We don't want to take the long way. We want to get there. This is us. We have a mission. My boyfriend would say, why are you calling me? Why didn't you smash it? (laughs) Hey, I understand. But that first guy said, no, save it. Take it outside. And the guy who did that fucking whooped ass pussy. Whoosh. I don't even get the pleasure of killing a spider. Shit. Not a relationship I want to be in. And you had this movement that happened. I don't want to call it the feminist movement, but some of it was the feminist movement. I will never, ever forget this. When I got a door for a girl and she told me she could get her own goddamn door and then I kicked her out of the car and the date was over. I I can do that. Uh, Okay, I, I never said you couldn't. I'm just trying to be nice here. That's all. I'm not saying that you're 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 weak or or you can't open a car door. It's just one of those things. I I just, we've gotten to a point where we're so dumb in this country that everything affects us. Not, this is where nothing, I don't, shit that affects me is shit that I let affect me. When the Longhorns are playing bad and I'm screaming at the television, I know there's nothing I can do about it. But hey, that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to yell and scream about it. Leave me the fuck alone. And if you're one of those people that has to point that out all the time, you're really not somebody I want to be around. 
my my favorite new one now is, is this. The people that are so fucking put off by me liking professional wrestling. Some guy got into it with me on uh, the the uh, the Mount Rushmore of announcers, and Jim Ross made it up there, wrestling announcer. I love Jim Ross, and uh, he was deciding to tell me what is and what isn't a sport and all this kind of stuff. So. You really don't think then those guys are all badasses that are on the movie screen. You fuck with them all because it's all fake, right? Oh, no, no. You 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 believe that Bruce Willis could, could stop terrorists? Interesting. You, you, you believe that, that, that John Claude Van Damme can whip everybody's ass in a karate tournament? I, I don't buy it. You believe that Steven Seagal runs like a girl? I do believe that one because I've seen him run. He does run like a girl. But that's all fucking stage two. It's entertainment. So fuck off. If you don't like wrestling, fine. I'm not telling you to like wrestling. Women today have been taught to enter the workforce and compete with men. When they become successful, they want a man. But men don't want men with boobs. We're not attracted to our competition in the workforce. We used to be needed. Now the woman uh, had their own shot going on. Uh, still, what a man who's way above them financially speaking, but there's less men on that higher level. But, but see, this is the thing is that you're limiting yourself there, Tim. You're limiting yourself, and you're limiting men in general. Uh, men don't want men with boobs. I agree with that part, but if she's successful, she still needs you in certain ways. Do y'all not own a fucking pickle jar? I, this is the thing is that guys have to, look, guys, you got to harden up a little bit. Any guy who doesn't want to be with a gal because she makes more money than him, I ain't got time for you. Do you know what that means? That means that you could be a kept man. That means you ain't got to work that hard. You probably get more vacation time than her. And lo and behold, look at that. She's got to go to work and you're on vacation. Bummer. I'd say that's a pretty good still fucking life right there. You're all needed. You're all needed for whatever tasks they were, whether they're meaning, meaningless tasks of, of opening the pickle jar or providing financial stability for the family. It doesn't matter who takes care of it. You guys are a team. You guys figure out your strengths. And you try not to compete with each other. Typically, when Texas is playing bad, it's against the Red Raiders, only to be followed by the Red Raiders giving the horns down and pissing away a 17-point lead with five minutes left in the fourth quarter. And, the, look, Harrison, it's also the fact that Texas Tech, come on, they, they aren't in the same league as the Longhorns. They're in the same conference, but come on. All the years, all that, I mean, not even competition. It's a little road bump every once in a while. Sometimes, hey, Michael Crabtree made the catch. Makes me sick to this day. But come on. Many women still don't want a man who makes less than they do. Well, then they're going to end up being single. 
Our money is our money combined. Yes, exactly. That's the way it should be. Honestly, I'd find a dude not making as much or more a huge turnoff. Okay? That's fine. Hey, that's fine. You might be missing out on, on an artist or somebody who's coming into their own. Now, now, look, I know that you have a boyfriend or whatever. I'm not talking about a stay-home guy, a guy who does nothing. I'm not talking about me. Uh, AOB, that's just a fact. My sister married a man that makes less uh, than she does, and she throws it in his face every time they fight. Well, that, that right there, that's bad. Can't throw that in the face. That, that's bad. That, that right there is awful. But once again, once again, if it is a huge turnoff to you, at least you know what you want. And, and I, I respect that. I, I do respect that. I, it's one of those things for me. It, oh, well, that, that's the way I'd look at it. But that's me. You know what you want. I know what I want. That's what makes it, and and I ain't gonna take away from. See, this is this is where the the liberals and the fucking progressive they they want to take away your choices. They want to tell you instead of the choices what is and isn't accepted. Okay. That you're going to have to be with this man because you two, yeah, yeah, you two interact perfectly. Well, if you already got a strike against him, and it's a big one for you. Doug says, I love my sister, but she fights dirty. Uh, We shall see September 25th in Austin. We will be there. September, oh, I'm going to be in uh, Austin August 21st for the LIMP biscuit. I don't think it's just about salary. Up until the last 50 years, women have, for the most part, depended on the man to be the provider of family security. That's thousands of years of hard wiring, and it just doesn't. No, you're right. You're absolutely right, Tim. It doesn't go away overnight. So you got to know what you want. All these people that that piss and moan, my husband doesn't make, you knew he didn't make as much money as you did. You knew that. Why'd you marry him? You knew you had all these problems. You knew he was a murderer when you married him. Why did you marry him? You knew he was an alcoholic when you married him. Why did you marry him or her? It, I, I'm just, I'm just going. I'm, I'm playing the part that the woman has the strength here, but it goes the other way as well. You knew she cheated on her last three boyfriends. Why did you marry her? You knew she pisses away money like there's no tomorrow. Why did you marry her? Everybody, everybody wants to gloss over it because it's so important to be with someone. It's so important. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, I'm lucky I have someone, yes. But there's nothing wrong with being alone if you can handle it. And by the way, you have to eventually someday learn how to handle it. So why are you with that person? You knew he was a kid toucher when you married him. Why did you have kids with him? Exactly. I wouldn't throw it in his face. I'd just not be that with that person. My ex cried more than I did. I didn't say anything to him. He's my ex, though. Exactly. Exactly. Once you figure it out and what you want and 
What are things that you can deal with? What 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 are the uh, what are the deal breakers? As long as you know you have your own deal breakers, you go right ahead. Family security, like Tim says, not me being shallow. I'm not a submissive type person, but for the right person, I could be. Need a man, not a bitch. There you go. Uh, all right, we will uh, end this segment with the coordinated crime sprees. Forcing stores in San Francisco to close early. California has raised the threshold for felonies uh, from $450 to $950. DXL Sacramento, I'm coming for you. I'm just telling you this right now. When, when, When my plane does land, I hope this is exactly what you hear. Sunglass Hut. You better get some new ways to lock shit down. Um, five Target stores uh, are, are reducing their operating hours, closing at 6 instead of 10. By the way, that's not going to do anything. Amid the crime wave sweeping San Francisco, organized gang- gangs brazenly steal brand name items, even with security present. San Francisco Police Chief William Scott says thieves calculate the worth of shoplifted goods to fall below the felony threshold, meaning officers cannot take action for misdemeanor theft. I love it. Shit, I want to go to California now. You want to get me? You want to get people to fucking move back to California? You keep this law in place. The only people that'll be leaving are businesses. Um. Uh, In my marriage, I was the sole provider, and my ex didn't work or worked very little and focused on school. Everyone told me that those hours I worked would pay off once she got a degree and that we'd be living well. She has that degree now, and I still provided for her. LOL, I don't have to work as many hours as I used to, but that help at the end of the school that was promised as I struggled to pay the bills and help her through school never came to fruition, and I managed what I have. Even though I pay for her support every month, I still get to live a decent life. Douglas, I preaching to the choir. I put someone through fucking law school. Not because I wanted to, because the state of California pretty much told me I had to. And I got to say, that right there is the bullshit part. That is the bullshit part. Mm-mm-mm. I didn't say that. $45,000 a year bid? No. If that's what you make, that's what you make. I ain't got got any problem. Look, man, whatever you do, whatever you work, I don't care. As long as you're working, you ain't on the side of the street fucking asking people for money. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Oh, California is a bullshit, complete bullshit when it comes to divorce. It's a no-fault state. And all you got to do is use the phrase, well, I've grown accustomed to this lifestyle. No, and I don't think she was saying that $45,000 isn't a lot. I don't think she's saying that's that's not calling you a bitch. I married solely for steak night. (laughs) 
Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. So, if, if, by the way, if you guys think I'm kidding about robbing stores when I'm in town, no, I, I'm not. I might not make the show. I, I don't know. And you're saying, wait, wait, what show? W- what show are you talking about? Oh, the one on September 17th, my birthday show. Happening at the Esquire IMAX, downtown Sacramento. Ellis Rodriguez is going to be there. And it's my 50th birthday. Oh, my God. And, yes, you can attend. Tickets are available. Just go to ArnieRadio.com. Scroll down. You see the nice big picture that Young Harm made for me? Go click there, and you can buy your tickets. They'll gather over on the other shore And the road's calling yonder, I'll be there When the road's calling yonder When the road's calling yonder When the road's calling yonder When the road's calling yonder, I'll be Shall rise and the glory of his resurrection shall. And when his chosen ones shall gather to their homes beyond the sky, and the rolls call him yonder, I'll be Talk of all this wondrous love and care And then when all the life is over And our work on earth done Rolls call him yonder, I'll be there Chocolate pie. Mama was in. 
kitchen cutting chicken up to fry. Daddy was in the backyard rolling up a garden hose. I was on the porch with Sean and feeling up down to my toes, and we were swinging. Swinging. Yes, we were swinging. Swinging. Little Sean and Jesus. Tuesday, but it's also 58 cent pancake day at IHOP, bitches. Woo! Yeah, I'm probably going there today. Getting back to this back and forth about $45,000 a year. Look, look, let, let me say this. You make $45,000 a year. The Especially the 26-year-old Arnie is very, very... Um, uh, jealous of you that was the age that i i was when i moved to sacramento to do morning radio in in a very lucrative market and what they would consider a a large market coming from reno where i made about 17 grand a year I moved to Sacramento, a market that was 100, time, 100 cities bigger, meaning I should be getting paid a lot more. My initial salary in Sacramento was $19,100 a year. I have no fuck. I was living high on the hog. 
and then it really got increased, and, and, and I got crazier. And then it really, really got increased, and I was like, holy shit. So this whole idea of not making enough, you have the potential to. Just keep working. That's all. That's all. All right. Uh, it wasn't that much more, Douglas. I'll just tell you that right now, especially when, when I got a raise to go to California. Uh, by the way, it is time now for the mail, which, by the way, is brought to you by JS Floors. The best store, flooring stores in the West. The rest, do you really want to know? Do you know where the rest are? This is what happens. Let's say that you have a complete brain fart and you don't hire JS Floors, okay? And you hire somebody from the rest and they're continually late or at least one of their guys is continually late. Well, you know why? They're checking in with their parole officer. That's what they're doing. And they're all talking about what you got in your house. You know who doesn't do that? JS Floors. You know why? Because they do such a great job. They've got their own cool shit. They don't need yours. So if you not only want to feel safe in your house, but also have amazing floors, call my friend Jesse at 775-267-4123. All right. Now, like I said, we got mail to do. So, uh, and, and we've got, I think there's one, I, I know there's one, there might be two Ask Arnie questions. So, without any further ado, the band's here, we've warmed up. <clears throat> ooh, ooh, ooh. A little ode to uh, Mr. Freddie Mercury here. most requested one, mainly because it has two amazing verses. Are we all ready? Here we go. I sit alone and hear the hate. We were such friends, you were my best mate. And everything I needed to know, you taught me on the radio. We worked and worked at all those bars. Listeners turned us into stars. We made them laugh. We made them cry. They made us feel like we could fly. So I don't know just what I did to make you do what you have done. But that's okay, as you know, now I have my own damn show where you can ask and do it now before I go out and fuck a cow. Radio poo-poo, radio caca, all we hear is radio blah-blah, radio caca, radio what's new, radio no one still loves you. Ooh, it's keeping going? Yes, we have a 
second verse. You once were thin, and now you're fat. I just can't help but laugh at that. And she became so round and thick. I don't even know how she enjoys dick. It's okay, you're like Greg and Dharma. Before too long, you will face that karma and get just what you deserve to. Maybe you'll tell the story that's true. And when you do, I won't pro. I'll just say that I told you so. Ask Arnie. All we hear is radio blah, blah. Radio poo, poo. Radio ca, ca. All we hear is radio doo, doo. Radio pa, pa. Radio coo, coo. All we hear is radio gaga. Radio poo-poo, radio what's new? We all just hate you. There it is. Yeah, they, 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 there you go. That, 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 that right there is good stuff. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. One more? Okay. One more. I got one more in here. We got to turn this ad down here. All right, here we go. My 21-year-old makes about 40k a year, and I know for sure he couldn't afford a family in sack. Yeah, Freddie, is that you? I, I wish. Thank you, though. Here we go. All right, Bo's earbuds. Fantastic. Here we go. Last song of the day. Possibly. Yep. Mm-hmm. This one's solid too. Donnie Wolver, Betty White, Jimmy Walker's Dynamite, Fred Sanford, Carrot Top, your mom likes a mop, Satana hated me, her clit hung to her knee, I did another show without me, it really blows. Harry Carey, Stone Cold, Great Men, I am told, Joe Dog, Radio 2, I just say fuck you. Now you know why this show is so good and better than any other show and important to me. It's time to ask Arnie, do you think he's fat? We hope you're down with that. It's time to ask him right now, before he goes out and fucks another cow. There you go. Bam! Songs is done, baby. I like it. I like it a lot. Two, two gigantic Grammy hits right there. Man, that's good stuff. All right. Uh, All right, let's get to the mails. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, first one is from Jessica. It says, Dear Arnie, I need some advice. You see, I work for the shittiest boss ever. I hate my job, don't like my coworkers. It pays pretty well, 
but I'm at my limit. What would you do? Great question. Great question. You hate your job. There's a lot of people out there that hate the jobs they do. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. But, hey, I understand you have to sometimes. Getting back to the conversation about how much you make a year, all that kind of good stuff. You can have a job that you absolutely love and it doesn't pay dick, but you don't care because you love the job. And then you can have a job that you absolutely hate that can pay you a shit ton of money, but is your sanity, is your, is your health worth it? So this is what I suggest to you, Jessica. You want to quit your, bo- your, your job. You hate your boss. You hate your coworker. Said it once, I'll say it a million times. Jessica, right now, <laughs> stop working for Rob Kardashian. Come work for Arnie. Yeah, no, no, no. Arnie's not hiring, but yes, I agree with that. This is what you got to do. Jessica, you don't say what you do for a living, and, and that's fine. I don't care what you do. Right now, you are in the catbird seat when it comes to hiring people, and especially right now. Look. There are more jobs out there available to Americans, good-paying jobs, available to Americans right now, and nobody's taking those jobs because the government is still paying people to stay at home. Okay? So, Jessica, this would be the time. Because you're already employed, nothing looks better to a future employer than you being employed already. So you're already ahead of the game. And now you're showing that you want to work at another job too. So don't quit your day job. Don't quit the job that you have until you land another job. Because why would you want to give up that golden opportunity? No, look at this. Ratburger just texted me. Uh, He says, holy shit, man. Oh, wait. Hold on a second here. (laughs) I didn't realize we were going to do that. Now i got to find it in, in all my places. I thought I put one here. Oh, God damn it. I think it's in here. Is it here? No. Oh, there it is. Holy shit! <laughs> this is the key to life. Find a job doing what you love to do. You will always have bad bosses. If you like what you do, then who cares about the boss? Very, very true. Very, very true. You can love your boss as much as you want. You never know how your boss is going to maybe turn on you someday. For example, you could you could have you could have been like best friends with your boss, or like a brother to your boss. I don't make him your brother. Still your boss, and oh, he can shit on you. So, fuck who cares about the boss. That, that's a great point, Ratbird. But she doesn't like anything about the job. She doesn't like the job. She doesn't like the people she works with. Wait till you get another job to leave, Jessica. Uh, yes, Jessica, you have a shit ton of employment leverage right now. Yeah. Jessica, watch some YouTube videos on job interview negotiating. Yeah, this is the time, people. If you got a job and you want a better job, go out there and get one. It's there. And, and by the way, here, here's the problem. Here's the problem. When I say it's there, a lot of people go, well, where? Uh, I love my job, but I disagree. When your boss can't do their job, it makes your job impossible. Well, th- then you don't really love your job. 
makes your job impossible. Look, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, bad bosses can do a lot of things. They can fuck you over. And look, there's a certain boss I would never, ever work for ever again. Ever. In the history of time. No way. Because of what they did to me. I get it. But you got to find that other job. Find something else. Find something you might like better. Now, if you're one of these people that has to worry about the boss, what if they have a bad boss? What if the next place you go has a bad boss? Are you not going to work? No, you're going to work. And you're going to keep looking for those jobs. Uh, All right, so Jessica, that's what I would do. I would wait until you have another job before you leave this job that you have. If you hate it that much. I mean, you did say the money wasn't bad, so there you go. Uh, all right, we, we need to definitely have a holy shit. Oh, there we go. We can have a holy shit right there. Bam. No, that's not it. That's it right there. Holy shit! Okay, good. Now it's on the mail. I'm going through the same shit. Just be glad it's not your dad, and he really needs you at the moment. Yeah. Maybe it's not the boss that's bad, but the employee... There's so many uh, places hiring. I walked into a restaurant and working 10 minutes, I got night job serving a couple nights a week. They are desperate for help. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Everybody is right now because, see, this is why I love the ass family. The ass family ate a bunch of damn freeloaders. The ass family is going to go out and work. That's what I love about doing this show and having you guys as my quote-unquote P1 listeners. The rider dies. Because that says a lot. You weren't looking for a job. You're like, fuck, okay, I'll take it. Might as well. Go ahead. And, yeah, if you're working for your dad and he needs you at the moment, then, yeah, you're pretty much stuck right there. Uh, all right, next mail. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, why are they telling us that we need booster shots for COVID? And now Fauci is calling for mandates to get the shot. When is it going to end? That is from Frank. Let's see. Uh, before I get to your answer, let's see. Uh, yeah, I have two ninety nine bill. Uh, have to come up with every month. <laughs> oh, that's funny, Douglas. Um, all right, Frank. To scare you, they're telling you this to scare you. I heard yesterday, once again, I've, I've been hearing about this fucking booster shot. Now I heard this morning. I, I heard it as late as yesterday that the booster shot's going to possibly be needed for the Pfizer and the Moderna one. And then this morning they said, no, no booster shots. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this? Mm, somebody accidentally called me. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what more I can tell you about the whole COVID bullshit that we haven't talked about for the last 22 months or 20 months or however the fuck long it's been. 
This whole point has been to scare you. This whole point has been to show you how much you need the government on your side. And it's also been to show how much power the government actually has over people. This is nothing more than the federal government at the time. And yes, I know who was in office at the time. This was a flex. This was a flex to show how much the government does have control. And I believe it was initiated by one side to say, oh, really? You think this guy's the answer? Well, let's just show you how much fucking power we have. They shut, I I mean, going back to what I read earlier from Steve Barkley, Chicago Steve Barkley. If you get a chance to see him do stand-up, go see him. He's amazing. I want you to think about this. The mall was closed for a long time, right? The mall. Maybe you you gave birth and, and you wanted a new dress for your baby. Well, you couldn't get one because the mall was closed. Now, I know you can get them at Target and all these places, but you wanted to get your baby something nice. doesn't matter. You weren't allowed to. The mall was shut the fuck down. You can't get that. Now, if you wanted to go out and get some Swisher Sweets so you could roll some blunts, oh, no problem. No problem. You can go get those every single day because gas stations are open. Let's say it was was your 25th wedding anniversary. You wanted to have a a wonderful evening. You wanted to go to a a fancy restaurant. You had it booked and all this kind of stuff. Sorry, it's closed. Moves out front should have told you. But you want a chili dog from Wienerschnitzel. Well, they're open. Go there. You can go through the drive-thru. Or if that's not quite good enough, I don't know, go to the grocery store because those are essential. The other places are not essential. This is the government telling you what is and isn't essential. That somebody who works at a five-star restaurant is less essential than somebody who works at Shell. Can you also tell that to the creditors of the person that works at the five-star? Uh, they're, they're not as responsible. They're not as neat as this person. So go ahead and forgive their debts. That's what the state is telling them. State of California especially. And now the state is coming out and saying, well, we'll pay all your rents. Well, that's not your job. That right there, that all that is is buying votes at the recall. That's all it is. By the way, it's what, September 14th or 28th, the recall is. I haven't seen a lot of ads for California because I don't live there anymore. Gavin Newsom's going to have some ads talking about, hey, I was the one who signed this bill that paid your rent for the last year. The Dems did a huge power grab and blamed Trump. Yes, they did. And then got him 
out of office somehow. It's biting them in the ass now. And I'll say this. I, I do believe this in my heart of hearts. If Donald Trump was the president of the United States right now, I think our vaccination rate would be somewhere in the 80 percentile. I really do believe that. He was the one who, uh, Operation Warp Speed. Yep, he's sending another stimulus in September. How convenient. He's buying your votes. By the way, he's buying your votes with your money. That's how stupid Gavin Newsom thinks that you are. That stimulus check you're getting, by the way, it will be taxed. So they're going to tax your money yet again. How many times do they get to tax your money in California? He only signed that bill because he shut the state down. Uh, Gavin's been getting a shitload of highway repair done lately, too, but I still don't care too late. Kale says another stimulus? I guess so, yeah. But he's paying all the back rents for the last year. The state of California is saying, well, you're, you're off the hook. Now, I will say that's very nice. It's very generous of the state to pay back my own money and to pay the rent with my own money. I appreciate that. By the way, by the way, everybody coming real close here. That rent money that gets paid off, that get close. That is going to show up in your earnings for the year. Just to let you know. You're going to be taxed on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just wanted to get that out there. That that whole rent, that, that, that rent payback thing, that ain't going to be tax-free. <laughs> COVID caused me to run up huge credit card debt I'm still digging out of. I did that so I could pay my rent every month, but according to the government, I should have screwed my landlord and they pay for it, but instead I used the resources I had and just screwed my own credit score. Can they pay off my credit cards? No, no. But see, you're a responsible human being, Mad Hatter. And this, this I understand, that right there is the perfect example. Mad Hatter. In my opinion, you're like the immigrant that came here and did it the right way, that waited the 10 years and became a citizen. You did it the right way, and, yep, you're fucked for it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You're fucked for it. So you have to find that that thing. And it goes all the way down to this. Can you look yourself in the mirror? And Mad Hatter, you can look yourself in the mirror and even pat your own fucking back. Because you're a stand-up human being. You did what you were supposed to do. When everybody else is laying down, letting everything, let the world fucking tell them how to do it, you're going to do it your way, and you did it the right way. Did you get fucked for it? Yes. But in your heart, you know you did it the right way. And that's how you can sleep at night. 
Kelly sent out one a few months ago. Uh, but he gave it to the people that don't have Social Security numbers and people that made very little and qualified for California child tax credit. Tim, I've been working this whole time. I should claim about $150 million. Yes, I can. Uh, yes, I can. I just can't finance a car. I understand. You did it the right And here's the thing. Here's the thing, Matt Hatter. That's the thing I don't understand the most. This is why this is why people hate banks and they hate the government and all this kind of stuff. If I was a lender and I looked at you and I said, "Oh, wow, his he owes a lot." But wait a second. This is a guy who paid his own rent, did all his own stuff, never been late before. He's late now because he did all this stuff. That's a guy I want to lend money to. You know why? Cuz I know that Matt Hatter's going to pay it back. That person whose credit card bills are fucking paid off right now, they're living in a fucking nice house, they haven't had to pay rent in a year. You come and fucking try to borrow money from me, I'm going to look at that and go, nope. But that's why I would never be a financer. Yep, that's what we did. Paid our rent, and now my damn near perfect credit is fucked. Yeah, well. Hey. But at least you can sleep at night. Sometimes that's the price for sleeping at night. You got to do what your conscience allows you to do. Another bank bailout is coming in a couple years. What well, fuck. They're going to have to bail everybody out. Even though, uh, by the way, I can't wait till this happens. Have, have you guys heard this about the airlines? Because that's who else we like to bail out all the time for some odd reason. Not the little, like, dry, dry cleaning store that went out of business, even though they tried and tried and tried. We don't help them. Airline industry, we're going to help out again. Even though they are showing record profits right now. Airlines are doing amazing. People are out, and now that America is open, they're pissed because you got to wear a fucking mask on the plane and in the airport. But America's open, and America travels, baby. Did anybody watch the home run derby last night? There was not an empty seat anywhere. Anywhere. That's a big ballpark. There's nothing I love to see more than than we coming back. I can't wait for the new Monday Night Raw this last Monday night. I thought was it, but th- this Monday Night Raw is going to be here in Dallas. I'm sure it's sold out. I'd love to have gone. I did try through the WWE to get tickets, but they never got back to me. Maybe I'll try them again today. Um. But next Monday is going to be great because it's their first Monday with fans in the stands again. This whole thing, this whole last year, we are out there. And, yes, we will bail out the airlines again, even though they're having record profits now. Oh, it pisses me off. Uh, All right, next one here. Don't move. Stay where you are. Mm. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up, it's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Darren. It says, Arnie. He's yelling this. These are all in caps. So I'm not going to yell it. Why are people still wearing masks alone in cars? 
They are. I've seen it. These people are the reason everyone hates America. How much longer will this last? Well, if you listen to the news and you listen to the Fauci's of the world and you listen to these people, oh, this Delta variant is terrible. Don't forget about Epsilon in California. They're, they're trying to ramp it up to see if anybody's paying attention anymore, and we're not. You know why? Because we're living life. By the way, the people in Southern California hate the fact that L.A. you have to wear masks, even though you, you might even be vaccinated. By the way, by the way, why do you have to wear a fucking mask if you're vaccinated? Well, this Delta variant has been strong. No, it hasn't. The, 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 shut up. Just shut up with it. Let us go back. We did. Look, you got your way. This is all this is is the federal government and state governments and all these fucking things being the fucking kid with the fucking uh, magnifying glass on the ants. They're torturing us. We did everything you told us to do. We shut down businesses. We stop the economy of the world. All in order to get the orange man out. We know that there was problems with this election, but nobody was out yelling about it. And if you were, you were shouted down about it. You went so far as to show how bad the people that supported orange man were by this quote-unquote terrorist attack that happened on January the 6th. Let's not mention all the terrorist actions that happened the previous summer with the Black Lives Matter movement. We've done everything. you. We have put a man in office who is a bumbling, fumbling, stupid fucking idiot. I remember walking in in the Senate chamber uh, in the Senate gym, uh, like in a YMCA, the, uh, the men walk around between the shower and the stalls with nothing on. I felt guilty I was fully clothed. Not to mention a first lady, or uh, not a first lady. Fuck her. By the way, Jill Biden is going to the Olympics. I didn't think that. Ugh! Let, 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 let me write down Jill Biden. Hold on, I got to write this down. I, I'm on a roll right now. We put a man in office that is a bumbling, stumbling idiot. His vice president, who is in charge of the border crisis, had this gem. Do not come. Do not come. She told people not to come. Huh? Wait a second. I thought you were the welcoming group. Okay, we aren't going to yell about it enough. The media has given you a pass on everything. We've done everything you've asked. Can you stop stepping on our throats now? If you think they're about to stop, you are 100% wrong. They want to crush your throats. They want to crush your will to live. Mad Hatter, this is why you pay your bills, to piss them off. Because they want you. They need you on their side. But people like you aren't going to go to that side. It's all this last 24 months has been is an exercise 
of a certain party showing how big their dicks are. Um, let's see. Has anybody addressed why they chose to use Greek names for the latest variants? Like, you know, if you get it, you're part of the in crowd, one of the fraternities. Or so. I don't know why they went to Delta and then Epsilon. I don't know. Uh, I was at the bank yesterday, and the line started talking about getting the vaccine. One lady was saying her 20-year-old grandson was in the hospital with heart issues after getting the vaccine. She later went on to say that she is happy he got the vaccine because she doesn't want him to die of COVID. What the fuck? People are so scared. Yeah. What a giant fuck you to the people who want to go. Mm-hmm. Tyrants and bullies never stop until you stand up for yourself and punch them in the nose, sometimes repeatedly. And that's what we have to do. Mad Hatter, you paying off all your bills like that? And I know that, and, and Addict Brian, I know the same way. You will find a way to pay off your credit cards. You will do that. That's punching them back in the face. I'm so sick of being an American, something I thought I'd never say. But the fact that we have given up as a society and lost all fight we have for freedom has given them free reign to control us. I'm not saying I'd live in a cabin in the woods mailing explosives, but I understand him a lot more than I did back then. Say it like this. Matt Hatter, this is the way I say it. I, say, I love America, but I hate our fucking country. I truly do. What we've allowed people to get away with. You know, I'm just going to say this right now. I am probably going to get arrested at some point this year. Sorry, Braddy kid. I'm just letting you know how it is. If one of these mouthy fucking liberal fucking punks comes up to me and says anything to me, I'm going to punch them in the fucking mouth. I'm sick and tired of all the bullshit. I dare you. I dare you. I double dog dare you to do it at my show on September 17th because that is fucking adult humor. Say something. I'll fucking smack you. Your ass is going to get thrown the fuck out. It's a comedy show. Jokes are funny. Differences of people are funny. I'm sorry you can't see it that way because you don't have a sense of humor. Oh, I'm so tired of the, the cancel world. We have to cancel the word exotic because, oh, uh, shut up. Shut up. I cannot ever cancel the word exotic because then I could never talk about Joe. Going on here in this country, it's absolutely pathetic. I can't say the N-word. No, you can't. Starting to go fund me for your bail right now. Uh, let's see. Open hand slap them like the bitch they are. Apparently a part of Kappa, 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 Kappa fraternity. Uh, Michael Malice said, I hate our government because I live in our country. One of the best things I've heard in a long time. Yep. Uh, speaking of your show, it's all ages. Caden wants to go. Yes, bring him down. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. I ain't, I ain't turning down money to this show. Fuck that shit. P-17, it's like a rated R movie, I guess. There's no nudity. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Spoiler alert. There'll be no nudity during my show. Maybe. Rinkity wink, wink, wink. Uh, to get back to Darren's letter. Why are people still wearing masks alone in cars? Because they're fucking stupid. 
That is the only explanation. Because they're fucking stupid. Everybody, with me, because they're fucking stupid. That's the new answer when it comes to anybody wearing masks. Because they're fucking stupid. I, I, I saw it again. Three days ago, I was out, right? I, I, I'm at an open-air mall. Or not even a mall, at a store. These two gals are walking up. I'm getting out of the truck. I'm getting out of my truck. I'm on. I'm in a parking space, and they're at least 15 feet away from me, walking close to the building, and they pull their fucking masks up. Now I'm like, I'm going to stop one of these motherfuckers one of these days and go, hey, do I smell? Is that why you pulled the mask up? Is there, is there a, a, a stench coming off me? Because you're giving me a fucking complex. Oh, fucking, because they're fucking stupid. That's your answer. And Ryan says, I apologize for being late to the show. You don't have to apologize. Uh, did you discuss the story uh, Tucker did on them controlling the content in our text messages if it questions it, the vaccines? I have not seen that. No, I haven't. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Tucker. Administration deems censorship applicable to private speech. Okay, so I guess this is it. This is what he had to say. Let's let's do this. Since we are talking about government control. This sounds backwards, right? Well, yeah, right. Okay, skip the ad, dummy. Last March, as the first big clusters of coronavirus cases started to appear in this country, media executives in Silicon Valley coordinated with officials in Washington to determine how much the public would be allowed to know about the growing epidemic that was killing them. Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook emailed Tony Fauci to NIH to assure him that Facebook users would only see Tony Fauci's approved guidance on COVID-19. Jesus. Twitter and Google did effectively the same. Twitter and Google eliminated any post that deviated from Washington's official line. In many cases, they censored information from frontline physicians that was both medically sound, it was the science, and potentially life-saving. Posts about treatments, for example, were downplayed. They never apologize for this. They probably never will. Historians will assess it. They will likely record the early days of COVID-19 as a turning point in our society, an unprecedented assault on our most basic civil liberties that somehow very few people seem to notice when it first started happening. The usual stooges and think tank libertarians assured us at the time that none of this was a big deal. Soulless multinational media monopolies. Uh, I'll stop it there. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? I saw another report about that, but it was one of those crazy right-wing shows. Look, uh, uh, I'm so tired of this. I, I really, really am. I, I, I'm tired of, of, of trying to make any kind of light out of this or, or making any sense out of this. This whole thing has been nothing but an effort of control. That's all. That's all this is. It's an, it, it, it's an exercise in controlling your people. Something Americans have never been. And that was controlled. I, I remember driving around. I was still living in California last year. 
I'm, I'm coming up on my one-year anniversary here in Texas, by the way. Couldn't be happier. Not that, not that I'm rubbing it in or anything. I'm so happy to be here, though, because I'm from here. This is my home. Um, by the way, I love the Governor Wheels. Governor Wheels is going to arrest the Democrats who are trying not to vote. I think that's fantastic. The state, the, the state Democrats have flown out of state, and he's like, well, I'll just keep calling special section, sessions. And by the way, when you come back to Texas, you're going to be arrested. I love him. He's great. Uh, what are they talking about there? Oh, the, the, the exercise in control. That, if you don't think that's what it was and you think I'm crazy, well, then, hey, I'm not your cup of vodka then. Arnie, Arnie, 600,000 Americans died. I'm going to go ahead and say that probably at least half of those people were going to die anyway. I mean, it didn't add to the death rate in America. Like, this 600,000 people that have died, it didn't add 600,000 people onto the normal amount of people that died. Actually, we decreased in deaths this year. Have you heard the Alan West has declared? I, I like Alan West, too. I like, I like Alan West a lot, and he lives in Garland. He also said they were un-Texan by runaway. That, that's un-American, let alone un-Texan. I mean, fuck them first and foremost. But to run away, and by the way, this isn't the first time they've done it. The last time they did it was like a few years ago and they went to Oklahoma. By the way, spending taxpayer dollars to, to go there. And remember that. Um. The whole control thing. Am I done with my fucking rant on control? I think I am for the time being. Um, I got to get back to this this CNN story. That's what I got to start off with. That's so funny. It's, uh, it, it, it's so funny. Where, where did it go? CNN. Okay, let's see. We got to take that. Nope. All right. Well, whatever. I'll find it. I'll keep that up there. Uh, okay, why are people... I did that one there. Uh, so if they were at the Alamo, they would have said, forget the Alamo, we're out of here, fucking bitch. Yes, they would have. They would have left the Alamo. They wouldn't have been Davy Crockett. They wouldn't have been Jim Bowie. They wouldn't have been Davy Crockett. I already said Davy Crockett. This guy yesterday was saying that a report came out and showed that only like 20,000 people have died from COVID alone. I'm not sure if that's accurate, but it sounds about right to me. Hot Mama, let me say this right now. When it comes to the numbers, we're never, ever going to know. They'll never, ever tell us the truth. This is our JFK. I think that maybe it might be double that, maybe 40,000 people, because that's usually about what the flu gets. Every year, right? For anywhere, maybe 80,000. So, all these people that died of COVID, including the decapitated motorcycle rider, all 17,000 people that were in hospice care, all these people that had horrible, horrible diseases, this is what did it. Okay. It's never been about your health. 
They wanted to scare you. If you have pre-existing conditions, this is what could happen to you. And in some cases, yes. In some cases, no, though. Look, look. Unless you had breathing issues or you were somebody that was in their 70s or older, this affects you. That's it. So, and, and I, I appreciate what 20,000. I'll, I'll go more. I'll say, I'll say 40, I'll say 50. I'll, I'll put it at 50,000 people died of COVID by itself. But we'll never know. The controls in place. We have cities in America that are literally war zones, and our own Americas are wanting police in those cities abolished and citizens disarmed. America will be a mix of Mad Max and the Purge movies in the next 10 years, and I'll gladly say I'm a criminal when it happens. Uh, yeah, they are cowards, Douglas. That's okay. Davy Crockett was such a badass, he was worth two men. <laughs> True. Uh, it's about 10% of deaths are uh, from COVID alone. Okay, so 60,000. So in, in America, it'd be 60,000. So we we're, were somewhere right around there. I can live with that. I can live with the 600,000, too, because that ain't shit. In the vast scope of things, this way, when you ask what the population of America is, usually people say 330 million people. So if we were to take out 600,000, are we going to say 329 million? No. Still going to say 330 million people. That's how little this number is. I, I'm so tired of it. Uh, it. It's so dumb. It is so dumb. It's mind-numbingly stupid. <sighs> okay, I can move on. Next letter now, please. Not Bucket, it's time for Mail Call. Welcome to Mail Call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, have you seen how old Johnny Knoxville looks? Wow, just saw the Shark Week jackass, and life has been rough. That's from uh, Tiffany. Davy, Davy Crockett, King of Wild Frontier. Davy and Goliath. Davy. <laughs> Old claymation show. I just always laugh every time I think of that show. Oh, it was a Christian show. They only showed it on Sundays. It's this weird claymation of this boy and his dog, Davy and Goliath, and the dog spoke. Davy, that, that was that was Goliath. Hey, uh, Goliath, uh, what do you want to do today? I think I'm going to touch myself. Oh, Davy, Jesus wouldn't like you fondling your own body. Arnie, <laughs> check messenger. Oh, goddamn. Oh, and they have cons too. Advert effects from tobacco can cause more than 480,000 deaths each year. Smoking is a major cause of cardiovascular disease, which is the single leading cause of death in the United States. Exactly. Thank you, Tim. Yes. But you have to ask yourselves why they're insisting on vaccinating everyone. I will tell you this. This is my theory on this. That this... this Wild bat who got out from the caves of China and affected some human being in China, and then that's how the Wuhan thing spread. Not leaked from a lab, you know, kind of a test run. 
and they knew that the smartest people in the world, we don't see them on TV. You know, that's why they're smart. They don't get on TV. That way they don't get torn apart by people. They're smart. They put idiots like Dr. Fauci on there. They knew how bad this actually was, and they went to the government, and they worked for the government, and they said, hey, this isn't that bad. This was the government saying, this is our chance. Are a lot of people going to get sick from this? Well, they can. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to lock this down. We're going to do this because we got to get the orange man out because the orange man is just gaining popularity every single day. Fucking people are working two, three jobs because they love the economy. They love the tax issues. They love being Americans. They know how safe we are here. We've got to change that because they think they can live without us. That's how egotistical they are. So they shut everything down. Not their shit. No, 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 no. No, Congress people still got paid. They still got everything that was coming to them. All you motherfuckers that couldn't go to work, yeah, yeah, didn't get paid. Congress still motherfucking got paid. Shit, you ain't going to take their money from them. That should have been that should have been sign one this way. It had nothing to do with health. The biggest cowards in the world. Republican and Democrat alike. And they scared everybody. And this inoculation they want to give is another part of the power play. They want you to listen. Hell, I imagine it's sugar water they're shooting in your arm. Okay? I, I, I Look, people ain't dropping dead yet, and I don't know what the long-term effects are. I mean, if I hear that you need a booster shot, then I, I'm not too worried about too many long-term effects. But whatever. If you are, hey, more power to you. I think what they're doing is they're shooting you up with something. Ain't going to hurt you. Ain't going to help you none. It's just a way that they got you to do it. When they really want to inject you with something, you watch and see how much different it is. They will be knocking on doors. See, this is them pushing boundaries. They're pushing. They're seeing how much we're willing to take. That's what bullies do. They go further and further and further and further, and they take more and they take more and they take more. Uh, If COVID kills me, they won't have to worry about if I got the vax or not, just saying. Not quite everything. They got a lot more coming to them uh, than they've claimed. Oh, look. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But as far as all this goes, yes, this is just all this fucking power play. And they're seeing how much more they can get away with. Because I do believe the people that are in charge of things, and this time they've allowed one side to be in charge of things. And I'm with you, Brian. Both sides are fucking terrible on their own. This is the side, though, that really hates America and what it's all about. They hate that... There has to be winners and losers. They hate that there are good guys and bad guys because everybody's good. That's what they hate about America. And they're trying to change it. And they'll change it by every painstaking way they can. Because they have to have their way. They're entitled people. And until we do stand up and say enough is enough, fuck you tyrants, we're going to kick you all in the fucking meat curtains or in the sacks. Till that happens, 
they're gonna keep they're gonna keep pushing. So there you go. Now getting to Tiffany's question. Uh, I watched the Jackass thing uh, for Shark Week because it is Shark Week right now on Discovery Channel. Uh, Johnny Knoxville has aged badly, but that's what happens when you've lived Johnny Knoxville's life. None of those jackass guys look good for old age. Johnny looks really rough, though. And it, the, one of the new guys, I guess they've got a new cast member. And he was trying to jump over some sharks to recreate the Happy Day scene. Motherfucker decided instead of landing a good jump on the jet ski, he was going to cannonball in on a bunch of sharks. I don't know if they were bull sharks or whatever kind of sharks they were. And then all of a sudden, out of fucking nowhere, it fucking happened. Racha. Racha. Ripped that motherfucker's hand apart. They had to put a tourniquet on his ass. Tourniquet. And I'm watching that, and I'm like, holy shit. It was pretty fucking awesome. I ain't going to lie. He's going to be okay, though. So if there are not any losers, did anyone really win? If you don't ever lose and feel the shame and disappointment, can you ever truly appreciate winning? Douglas, I'm going to say the gayest thing I've ever said. Winning is participating. That's them. That's not me. That's what they tell you. Remember that. That, that. That's gay right there. That's about as queer as it fucking gets. Let me just tell you right now. Where in the hell are those goddamn sound effects? I knew I just had those. Come on now. Now, is it this one? Yeah, there you go. Winning is participating. No, no, it, it's actually not. That that that's actually really, really terrible. You know who won the elite bozos like that blew them death. Who is that? Holy shit! Just Tommy. Yeah, that was Tommy. That's Tommy's holy shit. I stole it from a, a bit yesterday. Um. Drugs and alcohol, that's why he looks rough. He's only 50. It is, oh, goddamn. Oh, yeah, he is in bad shape. Well, the show is called Jackass, not Jack Smart. <laughs> or not Smartass. I'd say he walked into it, but more accurately, he drove and drove right into the fucking, yeah. Uh, that's why every team in the NFL gets a Super Bowl ring just by participating in the league. Oh, wait. Hey, 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 Douglas, Douglas, you don't think that they've tried to socialize football? What do you think the salary cap is? What, what, what other business, what other business model is out there that says you can limit how much you spend on your own item? The NFL will not be happy until every team wins the Super Bowl. For the love of God, you know how we're living in the Browns and Lions era right now? When I was a kid, that was the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers have fucking Tom Brady on their team and have won multiple Super Bowls. Not with Brady, just one with him, but they've won another one. 
The NFL wants every team to win a Super Bowl. The, the, the NFL is the most, uh, to me, it's the most socialist group out there. They have a salary cap. It's bullshit. You should be able to spend whatever you want on your team. Now, it doesn't always mean you're going to have a winner. Baseball has a tax, but not it, it. it's one of those things that baseball, they've proven it year after year after year. The team that spends the most money doesn't always win. The, the, the whole idea of Moneyball is, though, is horse shit. Hey, wrapping this back around to participation trophies and the earlier story of Branson getting his space wings for going near space, I would like to officially protest and insist I get my pilot's wing for every single time I've flown in an airplane. Jen, I second that. I second that. And you know what? Uh, Jen, I'm going to need you to second something for me here. As many times as I've talked about medicine and gone to the doctor, I would like my honorary PhD because I, I, I think I know enough to be a qualified physician, right? I'm being totally serious. Yep, yep, there it is right there, 100% degree. Dr. Arnie now. It's Dr. States. You can call me Doc States. I, 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 look, old sawbones. Call me, call me what you want. I'm so tired of this fucking world. You should be giving commencement speeches at this point. I should. I should. Doug says, I'll pass on the flights that you're the pilot. No offense, Jen. None taken. None taken, I would imagine. All right. Uh, next bail here. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie. Do you think this plan they talked about at the CPAC to bring Trump back sooner is something you could see happening? That's from Ty. Okay, so the CPAC is a, a meeting of the uber conservatives and the super rich conservatives, and they do it every year. This year it was in Dallas. No, I didn't go. I don't qualify to go those. I go to Dr. States for all my rectal exams. <laughs> Oh, you're missing out. My flights would consist of taxing out of the runway and coming back, but snacks included. <laughs> um, look, this we've talked about this plan. We're the ones that started talking about this plan. They're talking about making Donald Trump the Speaker of the House. Well, you can't just make somebody Speaker of the House. They're talking about how he might run for Congress in Florida this year. All he's got to do is become a House representative. I think that he would probably win that. The House would take control. They would name the Speaker of the House. They would name him Donald Trump. Donald Trump then would in turn. But see, Donald Trump needs the Senate to go in his way too. Because then Donald Trump would then order up issues of uh, impeachment against Joe Biden and Kamala, the Indian giant. The Senate would fucking pass it. Congress would pass it. And then the Speaker of the House, who's third in line, would be the President of the United States. And this all could happen by the end of the year, they're saying. I don't see it happening. 
And I, I, I don't think Donald Trump really sees that happening. I think Donald Trump thinks he can win the next election, which, by the way, isn't for painfully three-plus more years. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that, and they were talking about it, and I was like, well, somebody there is listening to me. Um, but, yeah, that's okay. I'm afraid that if they did that, it would open the door to continual political retribution. It's a dangerous line to walk because it leads to continuing persecution of whoever is not in power. Yeah, this is going to be a tick for tat. If they were to do that, that would be bad. I, I Look, I don't think it's going to happen. I wish it would. I, I, I don't like our current leaders. I hate them. I think they're all fucking terrible. But, hey, it's what we got. By the way, they, the, uh, the Democrats have left the state of Texas because they're mad over the voter rights bills. it's a couple other things than that. It's also the trans bill they don't want to vote on because they know it's right, but then they'll look bad. Uh, But the voters' rights bill actually is going to open up more voting in Texas. This whole all-star game tonight in Colorado is supposed to be in Atlanta, but because they changed their voting restriction laws or they they quote-unquote made them restrictive, which they didn't, Major League Baseball said, well, fuck you, we're going to go to Colorado, who, by the way, whose voting laws are already stricter than the new restrictions in Georgia. So stupid. All this is so dumb. All right, next one here. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. All right. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, shit. I didn't play that one. God damn it. What the fuck do you want? I, I'm, I'm trying to get too much stuff done here. Come on. Just, just, you know, give me, give me a break. Uh, Arnie says there's this chick at the gym is really hot, and I want to ask her out. Well, lottie do right now. By the way, this is awful. By the way, uh, uh, Dale, if that is your name who wrote me, I will continue to read your letter, but let me let you know what it sounded like to that girl after I'm done. Uh, I think she has checked me out a few times, but not 100% sure. Should should I just go up and ask her out? Dale, when when she's looking at you, she's like, Jesus, that guy is giving me the fucking creeps. Dale. 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 Girls at the gym don't want you hitting on them, okay? It, look, I know they wear those outfits. They wear those outfits to do what they're doing to you. They don't want to be bothered. A lot of chicks don't want to be bothered at the gym. And 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 she's checked you out. <laughs> Freddie Kid says, she's not checking you out. She's saying, ooh, that guy stinks. Or why does that guy smell the fucking chair when I get done with it? That's weird. Dale, don't ask a chick out at the gym. You know what? If look, look, look I, here, here's the one piece of advice I will give you. 
young Dale. Oh, so stupid. See, he's young because he doesn't know how to talk to chicks. And B, he's still working out trying to impress people. If if you're stupid enough, because I'm telling you right now, she's not interested. If she's interested, she would have came and talked to you. That, that should be your number one sign. Um. If if it's in your nature to be creepy and 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 weird like this, okay, I'll deal with it here. Um, figure out how long she's going to work out. But see, this is the creepiest part of the whole thing: is that now you're you look like you're stalking her, which you probably are, Dale. Um, wait till she at least gets done with her workout and she's leaving before you say anything to her. By the way, by the way, she's going to say no. And you might be asked to leave the gym. I'm just saying, Dale. These are all horrible ideas. I appreciate you asking. You have you have made my day because I'm just thinking about how creepy as shit you are. Uh, just like your mom used to tell you, look, don't touch. He probably thinks that strippers like him too. Now stop that stink fist. Yeah, I don't even work out, and I can say, if you think she's checking you out at the gym, I think you're wrong. I think she may have looked your way. If I was working out and someone came up and asked me out, I'd be offended. You were sexualizing a workout. That's just wrong and rude. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, so no, 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 no. Uh-uh. I need the fucking goddamn Jason music for that. Shit, when that chick sees you, bro, I'm just telling you right now, she straight on sees this, walking towards her at the gym. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. No. Poor guy. He's probably sitting at his house right now. I'm so not a raper. Yes, yes, Kale. He, if he if he asked her, he should not use the word smitten. You fucking dick. Wow, wait a hammer, this poor guy. Hey, I'm just saying. Oh, Tommy, don't give her the <laughs> the weight room. Yeah, you know which way the weight room is. Okay, I'll check it out. Play ice cubes. You can't do it. You can do it. Oh, I don't have that. Uh, all right, here. Uh, let's see. I got to delete this letter. Otherwise, I'm going to have to turn it into the authorities. We got a few more letters here. Uh, let's see. I do have way too many sound effects. Jesus. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie. Heard you and Tommy talking about baseball, and it was inspiring. I've also noticed how the fundamentals are all but gone. Why has this happened, in your opinion, Scott? Uh, that's his name, Scott. Not, uh, it, it, what, what, what's happened, in, in my opinion, I didn't say it's Scott's fault there. No. I'll tell you what's happened in sports. I'll, t- I'll tell you exactly what's happened. Uh, baseball, ba- baseball is my favorite sport. Nothing wrong with football. Look, look, I love football too, but baseball is my favorite sport. I was, I was better at baseball than I was football, which kind of led to it. 
But I also love watching the game. I do love watching baseball. But it angers me. Watching baseball angers me. Um, last night, watching the Home Run Derby. I, I'm sitting there watching that, and I know it's an exhibition and it's supposed to be fun. But I, I'm thinking about Joey Gallo for the Texas Rangers. Joey Gallo could be a guy who's making fucking $80 million a year. That's how good a player this guy is. He's got a fucking rocking arm. He's a gold glover. He can run. No, he doesn't run that well, but he runs good enough. And he has got incredible power. And every time he comes up to bat, they put the shift on for him. I'm telling you this right now. This would be the same way as if I was an NBA uh, general manager. If you get and, and by the way, when they put that shift on, they pitch you outside in hopes that you top the ball to the second baseman if you're left-handed or top it to the shortstop if you're right-handed because you don't know how to hit the opposite field. If Joey Gallo could hit the ball to opposite field, Joey Gallo would be making – he'd be probably one of the highest-paid players in the game. But today's athlete is too fucking – Selfish, they're too stubborn, and this phrase, good is good enough. Good is good enough. They put the shift on for Ted Williams, probably the greatest hitter that ever lived. Put the shift on for him, and you know what he did? He started hitting it off his field, and then he said, fuck him, I'm going to beat him, and I'm still going to hit it that way because he was that good a hitter. Because he spent time developing his craft. These guys, look, look, baseball's important to them, but they don't spend their ever-waking hours like players did before. Taking round balls, throwing it to first base. Knowing that if you have a runner at second base, you've got to hit the ball to the right side of the field. You have to. It's a must. That's what's happened to the what's happened to the game is that there's so many people that thought their little fucking Johnny was going to be the next big star. Pitch counts have happened to the game. Boy, there is nothing more queefy than hearing about the fucking pitch count. Nothing. Well, our pitchers are 85 pitches through seven innings. Well, that's pretty fucking that that's all right. Wow, he's going to throw 100 innings a week, and we pay him $40 million a year? Wow, what an investment on our part. And it starts even before then. This is where it starts. Have some realistic ideas about your kids. Your kids are not going to be fucking all pros. Not not all of them. Some, some kids will be. But those kids will stand out. This idea that kids play one sport all year round makes me sick. I've had I've had NBA coaches on radio shows I've done before. Uh, I had one of the greatest managers of all time sit in my studio, Tony Larusa, and I asked him this question, and I knew what the answer should have been, and he answered it correctly. When I asked, should kids be playing baseball all year round? No, it's wrong. That kids should play every single sport. They should at least try it. They don't have to letter in it. They don't have to go great in it. But but that's how you make yourself an athlete. 
You got all these kids that play baseball all year long. Can't play basketball at all. Same with basketball, can't play baseball. Football, same. There's some sports, and sometimes you have to make a choice. At high school, that's when you make the choice. If you can advance a runner to scoring position and sacrifice your stats for the team, you don't have a chance. Uh, Oh, can't advance. If you can't advance a runner to scoring position and sacrifice your stats for the team, you don't have a chance. No, and that's the thing is that baseball used to be ran like that. It's not. Everybody's waiting for the six-run home run. And every time I say that, somebody goes, well, six-run home run is impossible. And I'm like, exactly. The most runs you can score on one batted ball is four. If you ever have a five-run lead, you don't have to worry about every single pitch. It's something you have to think about. It's a very thinking man's game. And that's another reason why not enough people play is because they're not smart enough to play baseball, in my opinion. Uh, all right, next one here. Let's see. Uh... All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, all right, this is from Larry. Uh, Arnie, I was wondering what streaming service you use. What do you know about Apple TV? Is it any good? The Rangers can show you how to give up six runs in an inning. Goddamn right they can. They're one of the best teams at it. I think there's only two teams that are better. Uh, streaming, I have uh, Amazon Fire Stick. It's jailbroke. I ain't got Hulu. I ain't got. I, I have Netflix, and I think we have some sort of Peacock that was free. I still want to get the the, the WWE Network. That that's something I want to get. Uh, what do I know about Apple TV? I got Apple TV when it first came out. Apple TV is good. It's got some good shows on there. I like that show with Jennifer Aniston. Uh, the morning show with Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell. It, it should have been called the fucking anti, uh, what was his name? Matt Stone or not Matt Stone. Uh, Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. It should have been called, this is not a story about Matt Lauer at all. We promise. Swear to God. Stick a needle in our eye. And, uh, oh, the uh, Jason Sudeikis show. Oh, goddamn! I can't even think of the name of it now. Where he plays a soccer coach. That show's brilliant. It's coming back. I can't wait. What the hell's the name of that goddamn show now? It's going to bug me. Grab my phone. Apple TV. And the soccer one. Ted Lasso. There we go. I have Apple TV. It's okay. Like, it had two shows I like. The TV show Arnie's talking about, Matt Lauer series, and the soccer one, Ted Lasso. Apple TV sucks. Every time I try to watch anything on, it's linked to another thing I have to subscribe to. I only have Apple TV because I get free bundled with my Apple Music subscription. Okay. Those two has his name on it. Yes, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso's awesome. That's that show's fucking hilarious. I'm trying to think what the morning show. That's it. But but yeah, other than that, I think I've watched a couple documentaries on there. I mean, if it's a part of your 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 uh, your bundle like it is there, Addict to Brian, check it out. 
I don't like a lot of these. Like, I, I only want Peacock because, well, they got all the law and orders on there. That's good. I, I'm, I apologize. I truly apologize because that was not right. They have all the law and orders. And they have WWE. And there's, there's a bunch of things on WWE Network I want to watch. Uh, so, yeah, Larry, that's, uh, that, that, that's all there. So, okay, is that, is that it? Uh, let's see. Arnie, you haven't done a story about the old days in a while. What are the strangest things listeners have ever asked you to do? Uh, has tons to watch the Olympics. Okay. Uh, all right. This is from Ben. Uh, I didn't do the whole mail thing. Uh, okay. I haven't done a story. What was the strangest things listeners have asked you, uh, what to do or ask me or, okay. Uh, I was, let's see. Uh, that's gotta be number one. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do my, my top three. Uh. Oh, man. Okay, all right. Okay, and then that uh, okay. All right. So the 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 first one is anything official. If they wanted me to come to their wedding, if they wanted to do any like if they wanted me to have Miriam or anything like that. That was always strange. I, I would happily do it, uh, happily do it, but it was always strange. It, it's one of those strange things. You don't think that you're going to get asked to do that. Now, this next one does have a story. It was one of the first times this ever happened. Uh, I, was, uh, I started my career off at a country station, and I was Arnie the intern. Now, when we flip formats... I went from doing mornings to doing overnights because I had to learn the format. I knew rock music, but I didn't know it as well as I knew country music at the time. So I had to brush up on it. Well, the girl that was doing the morning show with the moron that was in charge of it, she left to go to a country station. She took a job that I actually applied for. And this morning guy heard some of my reels in there, and he laughed. He goes, well, I'd like for you to do the, uh, the the news on the morning show. I was like, oh, okay, no problem. Didn't really want me to be funny or anything like that. Just wanted me to be the news guy. I was like, okay, I can do that. But, see, every Thursday I would appear on the afternoon show, and I would review a movie, and I would do it really, really meanly, and it was hilarious. And everybody knew that. Okay, those two guys have the chemistry. Let's put them on in the morning. So they put us on in the morning. It was one of the, the, the first big shows that we had in a while. It was the first big show I had doing the mornings with this other person. And I'll never and I was hammered. We got so hammered that night. A friend of mine was the bartender over at Bullies number one. We started at Bullies 1, and the concert was at the Pioneer Center downtown. Never seen a show there before. I was like, okay. And the show was the Black Crows in VR 541. Now, I, I like the Black Crows. I don't like the Black Crows in concert, though. So we get there, right, and we are just both 
fucking hammered. Drunk. We have to make a stage announcement at some point in the night. And I think we went out there, and we were fucking just great. We were cussing. We were doing everything, right? We come on after the VO409. We did our thing, and we went to the bathroom, right? We were like, uh, you know, Black Crows are coming up next. They'll be up in a few. Sure enough, we go to the bathroom. And, man, I because, I, you know, when you get drunk, you got to go. So there I am going and going and going. The guy who I do mornings with is like four stalls away from me. And this guy walks in, says, so-and-so and Arnie. Oh, my God, man. Dude, can I get your autographs? Right in the middle of, of midstream. Uh, I'm like, bro, you got you to gotta, you gotta fucking hold on for a second here, fella. I, I'm kind of in the middle of something. And the weirdest thing was is he didn't move. Like he stood, you, you've been to like men's rooms where you got the, the, the sinks, right, and the mirrors. And then you go down this little hallway and uh, to, on the left is all the urinals and on the right are all the stalls. Well, motherfucker took the right turn, and he's standing there right behind us. He's not waiting out where the damn mirrors is. We did sign his stuff. I did not wash my hands. I I do believe I used his shirt to dry my hands. The best story ever, though, and and I have to condense it. I ain't going to condense it that much. Um... It was the stupidest event we've ever done. And that's saying something. I, I mean, that is truly saying something. Um, no, that ain't it. Oh, yeah, there it is. So the, the brain trust at the station said that me and my partner would play the new Van Halen song from their Greatest Hits album. <laughs> Wise magic. Now, once again, I'm drunk as shit most of the time. This is a terrible song. It's David Lee Roth back. Um, my ex saw you at what and what's his name in the bathroom at Bobby McGee's at an event. Thank God he left you alone. Oh, was that the was that the the meat day challenge where we were eating all kinds of meat? We only did a few events there. So uh, so they said, we're going to give you the CD, and what you're going to do is you're going to have, we, we told listeners this. We can make listeners do anything we wanted, pretty much. You throw the party, we show up with the music. By music, I mean one song on a CD that, no, you cannot keep. <laughs> I know, right? Sure enough, it was one of the biggest contest turnouts ever. I mean, like, they were mailing this shit in, so we picked out three parties to go to. First party was in Reno. And the first party, I didn't want to leave. We got there at, like, 1230. And we were driving the van of death. This thing didn't have a seat belt. Oh, not sure I saw Tanya's boobs, though. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Ugh. I'll have to tell Tanya stories next week. Uh, where was I with this story? 
Oh, okay. So we get to this party, right? First party in Reno. And I'm like 24, 25 at the time. And this party is all that. 24, 25-year-olds. People thinking that, you know, oh, you're like, you know, I was something because I was on the radio. Now, granted, it's 1230, but I started drinking about 11. Get to this party, and and my partner who's driving, he only had maybe one. So, I mean, one for us, that's like a glass of water. So, we're getting to the point where it's time for us to leave, and I don't want to go. Because, you know, the ladies are starting to show up, and I'm like, man, this is awesome. And I'm feeling good, and they have a keg. And they're like, no, no, no. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you the entire story. It includes the weird part. The weird part I will stop at. But the story goes on after that. This is one of my favorite stories. So uh, we have to go to the next one, the next house, where we're playing this song. Yeah, we, we, we were able to get the CD back, no problem. No problem. Yeah, we all know this. Okay, there you go. So as we're going to the second party, which is in Carson City now. Uh, hey, Arnie, which producer had the best tits? Nick. That will bother him if he hears that because he had a big weight issue. But so I will say, yeah, Nick had the best tits. So we have to stop and get some Subway sandwiches because we're providing not only this amazing music, but a a fucking significant lunch item, a six-foot sub. So we stop at Subway in Carson City. This is back before the bypass, long before the bypass. And we pick up these two six-foot subs, right? And the guy goes, oh, you're with the radio station. You don't have to worry about paying the deposit. And I, I'm like, well, what deposit? And he goes, well, usually we have people put a $50 deposit on the sandwich board. All it is is a dime two-by-four, but that's okay. I was like, oh, okay, cool, dude. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I didn't have 50 bucks to put down on it. So he's like, you're with the radio station. You're fine. So we go to the next party, right? Take sandwich in there. We go in there. Now, this, this, this is kind of weird. This is a, a, a really nice house. People that are in there like 40s, 45, which I know that's fine, but, you know, when you're 25, you're like, wait a second. And they got all kinds of wine and stuff there. They don't have any beer. And I'm like, oh, okay, and we're playing this music, and partner has, you know, he's got a glass of wine. And then they, they go, well, Arnie, we have some Jack Daniels. So I'm like, well, hello there. So start doing shots there. It was really lame, but whatever. So we took the sandwich board. I was like, we got to get this board. It's worth $50. Right? Put it in the damn van. So by this time, I am drunk. Okay? I, I'm, I'm, I'm gassed. Partner's fine. Nothing's happening. So then we got to go drive down to Gardnerville, which is even further down. And uh, we get there, right? And this is like just a fucking regular old neighborhood. Mom and Pop, I think they even had a fucking uh, station wagon. 
So we go in, and it's your all-American family. It's a mom. It's a dad. It's a 17-year-old daughter and her best friend and, like, the 14-year-old brother. Well, this is obviously one of those families that they, they don't give a shit. Like, like I would, you would never find a beer in our house when I was 14. Parents didn't allow that shit. Well, these parents did. And we start drinking. Now, I st- well, when I say we start drinking, I start fucking pounding beers. Because they had my favorite beer. And, of course, you know, we're playing through, doing the music. But this time, I know all the words to the song. Don't you trust me? Me, wise magic. So we're having a good time there. And this is the last one. By the way, remember, we started at 1230. It's about 630 by now. And I've had a good case and a half of beer in this time. I'm, pr- I'm, pr- I'm pretty good and looped. But the weirdest thing that ever happened to me in my entire career, and I'm not going to end the story there because there's, there's an add-on to the story. The weirdest thing ever happened to me that night was when the dad, we were leaving, he wanted to take pictures. And mom wanted to take pictures. So, of course, we get, you know, a picture with the two 17-year-old girls and the 14-year-old boy, right? Then we get a picture of the girls and mom, thus then the dad and mom with us. You you know how this is back in the day before phones, okay? So everybody's taking goddamn pictures, right? The weirdest fucking thing happened. So you didn't ask the grossest thing, because that was when the guy told me that his dream in life was to double-team a chick with his son and high-five him in the middle of it. That was the grossest thing. This was the weirdest. When Dad says, all right, one more round, and he gets the girls in there, he gets his daughter and his wife in there, and he goes, show them your tits. For, For a dad to use the word tits to his daughter... I, I, I was, uh, this could be the country bumpkin side of me coming out and going, wait a second, wait a second. Show them your tits. Let's take one. And both mom and daughter. I was so freaked out at that point. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that, that, one, that one blew me away. I was like, good Lord. And, like, you know, the, the girl is kind of giving looks. I'm like, no, we're leaving. We're getting the fuck out of here. The girl's 17. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, oh yeah, the, the, easily, easily. So there you go, Ben. That is one of the strangest things that ever happened. Now, to continue the story. We leave there, and we're talking about going out and getting drunk that night at a country bar called the Rodeo Rock Cafe that we still would go to. And that was the plan of the night. And the funny thing is that the radio station, we were now Rock 104.5. They had not got the wrapping done. Back then, it wasn't wrap. It was painted. They didn't get the new call letters on. We were still K-Hit Radio. Hit Kick and New Country, K-Hit 104.5. So we're driving back, and we got to drive through Carson City because 
Got to take those damn boards back in. This is the best part of the entire story. We pull in there, right? I go in. I stumble in. I mean, I am shithoused. <laughs> and I hand the boards over to the guy, who's a different guy than that was there before. Now, I didn't think anything of that at first. And the guy goes, well, hold on a second. And I said, all right. I thought maybe he had a sandwich for us to eat on the road. And I was like, okay, I'm drunk. I, I want to eat. And he goes, here you go. And he gives me two $50 bills. Now, maybe it was because I'm drunk or maybe it's because I'm just a bad person. I'll go with the second one. I didn't say a word. I said, all right, thanks. And I walked out, and I sat down in the van. And I said, hey, uh, and by the way, my, 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 my co-partner, my partner in this, he, he's, he's really good and buzzed by now. I wouldn't say he was drunk. And, yes, we're drinking, driving, it's terrible, blah, 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 especially in the van of death. That was really bad. But we did it, so so be it. I go, hey, man, he just gave me 100 bucks for those fucking boards. What do you want me to do? And he looks right at me, and his fucked-up-looking face, he just goes, I want half. I gave him half. I got 50 bucks, put it in my pocket, and that was a long time ago. 50 bucks was fucking awesome. So as we're backing out of this parking space, we see this trash bag sitting in the parking lot. Like these two trash bags. We saw two trash bags. And we were like, because we're fucked up. Because a normal person wouldn't think this way, but you're fucked up, you think this way. We both kind of fucking look at each other and said, let's fucking run those things over. Like, you know, it's trash. There's going to be trash everywhere. So he fucking slams down the gas. He takes off, right? And we're going. Now, this thing can't go very fast. This thing is such a piece of shit. Everything's clonking around in the back, right? And we're not driving that far. We hit these trash bags, and they explode. There's all these clothes in there. And I notice out of the side of my eye that we're next to a laundromat. So somebody just came and got to wash their clothes. We're taking them home because they were coming out with another bag. And we fucking ran them over, and they're screaming, you motherfuckers, and I got my window down. Fuck you. K hits us. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Because we are in a van that has our call letters right on there. But K-Hit Country doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't say Lotus Radio. Oh, my God. And we laughed so hard at that. And now here's, here's, here's a bonus feature of the story. is that when that happened, we were supposed to go out that night. We, we ended up not going out because we were, we were too hammered. I had no idea about this. We get back to the radio station, and a buddy of ours, this guy, if you've ever been to Reno, you know who Max Volume is. Max is on the air. <laughs> Max was on, and he was in the studio. And he could tell that we were, because we were still laughing, we were still giddy, we still both stunk like alcohol. He pulls me in, and he interviews me about the day. Yeah, so how was the day? And I proceeded to tell him the entire story that night on the air. 
I didn't know that last part until I went back to Reno. He had never told me that before. Oh, my God. Oh, man, that's back when radio was fun. So you guys can thank Ben for that story because oh, I haven't thought about that one in a little while. That one's good stuff. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. And tomorrow, look at that. Look at that. Tomorrow, pump day, pump day, pump day. Uh, so until then, uh, adios, everybody. Oh, wait, 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 wait. we got to remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. Yes, that's it. There we go. All right. Now, until tomorrow, adios, everybody.
finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him. 